Ich bin Ludwig und ihr hört das BS Podcast Network. This is Officer Mo Weekend coming to you straight from Port Fouchon, Louisiana, on the beautiful Gulf of Mexico. You're listening to the Magic Our Way podcast with your hosts Kevin, Danny, Eli, and the ever so lovely Lee Lastovica. Take it away, guys. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way podcast. podcast. Sante Sun, everyone. You are listening to the Magic Our Way podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are Artistic Boss talking about dizzy stuff, and this is a show in which every opinion is welcome. We put the D. I-S-E-N-E-Y in your Disney fan life. www.magicarway.com is where you can find us. My name is Kevin. I'm Danny. And with us today we have You know the story is all about the glory. It is our resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, sir? Oh, I'm doing good. Greetings and salutations. Hoping to bring another good podcast episode to you so you get whole palpitations. How y'all doing tonight? <laughs> I'm palpitating. That's the plan. It's hot. It's the first day of summer when we're recording the show, and it's hot. Woo! You got the palpitations? I got the palpitations up here and down there. <laughs> Sweat is all over the place. It is nasty. Emperor palpitation over there. Emperor, just call me that. <laughs> I am Darth Palpitus. <laughs> Darth Palpitus. Got a new character happening. It do, man. They should write that. You should put that in your next comic book. Dark Palpitus. Writing it down right now, sir. Thank you. Thank you. And of course, we also have on this show... Show me the money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Hey, must be the money. Show me the money. It is Mr. I know more than your friends. Suck it up. Tough love and ever so lovely travel agent from Magical Moments Vacations. Mosquito killing date night at Denny's Benja over the chair. Lily Top. It's Mr. Beijing, Senior Johnny Salami himself, our resident professor of gyrotechnics, Lee DJ White Cheddar, Papa Smurf of v- No Hassle Vika. How you doing, Lee? Papa Smurf of No Hassle whatsoever. Oh, man. <laughs> it's hot over there. It's hot over here, yo. I can't believe how hot it is. How hot the- is it? It's so freaking hot. So hot but you put yes, a raw egg on the sidewalk and cooked it and turned it into an hour. Oh, you, t- you took off all your clothes? I, I got boob sweat. You got boob sweat. I got boob sweat going on over here, man. It's hot. <laughs> boob sweat? Boob sweat. Well, some boob people sweat. say that's a blessing from God, so be thankful, sir. That means you still got too much head. That's <laughs> a wool coat on you, son. Go and bless yourselves in the, the la- waters of Lake <laughs> Minnetonka. Oh, man, you. when boob sweat is an issue, you might seriously want to start considering salads. <laughs> <laughs> boob sweat. Um, <laughs> By the way, as I read that intro for Lee, I just remember that we kind of mentioned this on the live show, but uh, we talked about maybe doing a, a contest of sorts. 
to uh, yeah. for like either me shave my head or Lee shave his beard, uh-huh. and ra- in hopes of raising money for whatever we wanted to raise money for, whatever the Moicans wanted. I, mean, I, I figure we talked about this in the live show. It's like you know we've got a little group here. We could do some good with what we've got. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could raise a little money. Maybe uh, you know it doesn't have to be the same organization we, uh, that we do every time, but. Um, maybe the Moicans out there have some ideas of what we want to start raising money for. Do some good with uh, the Moican Nation. Let me get this straight. We all forgot about you yeah. shaving your head, and you're bringing this up again. No, I have no problem <laughs> with that. Yeah, you know why I remember this? Why? Because when you went live and, and you, and you outside. no, no, because you when you went live and then you you came up from the top angle on my head, and I saw that gleam from my brown capped <laughs> ass uh-huh. on top of my head. I was like, God, I got to do something with that. <laughs> mm. <laughs> So we came right. up with a contest about, you know, raising money. You didn't money. want to go with Rogaine first? <laughs> no, I'm okay with that. I, okay. I, just, I just, no, no, You just no. comb it forward? Okay. No, I don't want to comb it forward. You want to pay it forward. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do anything that makes insinuates the fact that I got a bald head. Once you get like a little... You don't have a bald head. You don't head. have well, a bald it's, head. Well, it's definitely thinning. You it's thinning admit, up. It's it was thinning. a top angle, though, he shot it on. That's yeah, all. Yeah, but God, birds can see that shit. <laughs> yeah, but and, and they, they, they like a blue jay flies over my head and looks at it's like, damn, that dude's losing his hair. It's like I'm about to perch on I'm that on that dude's head right <laughs> on that spot <laughs> where he's got no hair to remind him that is losing his hair. That's well, what he's that would help cover up the ball. That would, yeah. yeah, okay, fair that, enough. So has anybody chimed in? I don't think so because that was on the live show, one of the live shows that we've did, um, or a face uh, Facebook live things that we did after okay. a recording one day. So I don't know how many people actually saw it. Okay. Oh, maybe but, they thought we were just joking. Maybe they were joking. No, I'm serious. We got a community of Moicans here, and we could start doing some good, man. man might as well. Well, at least I got twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'll put him twenty bucks for Lee. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Do I hear twenty five? Do I hear twenty five? Twenty five. So, well, you know, we really didn't. We did say we were going to work out rules and everything. Yeah, yeah. So maybe we need to make it a little bit more official and come up with something. Yeah, That's fair. yeah. So I'll just throw it out there, Moicans. If you got a first thing that you want to raise money for, let us know. You know, shoot, follow us yeah, on if Facebook. You got a charity of choice. Charity, exactly. Charity choice. Shoot us an email. Uh, f- mention it in Facebook uh, or whatever social media you'd like to mention it on. And we'll, we'll definitely put together the details once we got a, something that we're working out. How about that? Sounds good. So, Moegans, ladies and gentlemen, we have an incredible show for you this week. Uh-huh. Ah, ah. You like that? Tricky, tricky man. Yeah. Kevin says with his eyebrows raised. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we're getting ready to talk about it, y'all. Um, so it's going to be spoiler-filled. So warning, warning, warning. Lots warning. of spoilers coming up. Lots of spoilers coming up. You know how we do this. Um, we got to talk about all the details. Uh, so that's what's going to happen. So hopefully you've seen it by now. But if not, you know you know what to do. Okay, but spoiler-filled episode. We're talking about Incredibles 2 that just came out. So enough of my jibber-jabber. Let's go make some incredible magic. <laughs> <laughs> Well yes, done. Like thank it. you. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about the latest Pixar film to have come out here on June 15th, 2018. And it grossed a lot of money over the weekend. Uh, to be exact, in the United States, $182,687,905. That's a lot of cash. That's a lot of cash. That's a lot of Disney vacations for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And probably one Nautilus. 
No, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. It's a, it's many, not a lie, for sure. So, oh, is that the plural of Nautilus? Not a lie. Uh, copyright Magic Our Way. I like it. it is yeah. today. Not a lie. Nautilus. It's not a lie. Not a lie. <laughs> not a lie. Not a lie. Not a zoo. Not a lie. Yes, that's right. Um, so yeah, we're not a tumor. Not a tumor. <laughs> so we're about to talk about this movie that has just been released. I am kind of stretching a little bit to give you guys a chance because you know it's going to be spoiler filled. So uh, give you guys a chance to either fast forward. Or just kind of hit pause or whatever you want to do, come back to us later. And so we're here to talk about the movie, guys. So uh, just a quick, easy start. Um, uh, when, when did you guys see it and what kind of theater were you in? Like, for instance, me, I, I saw it on Saturday and mm-hmm. I watched it in what they call the MTX nice couch, uh, insane sound system movie theater. That's how I viewed it in. Wait, where's that? <laughs> oh, it's at the the Palace in Elmwood. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They got wow. what they ever call the MTX experience. It was in Kevin's backyard. It's in Kevin's <laughs> backyard. I wish. Boy, that'd be awesome. The Estokey. I have got enough acres have, yeah, of I land. I could build I a little theater. You could. A little sure. drive-in so we could come. Oh, that would be nice. Theater. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be sweet. That would be sweet. Uh, but anyway, so what, how did y'all guys see it? What, did, y'all, did y'all see 3D? Did y'all see a regular theater, standard vision? What, 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 what was y'all's setup like to experience this? All right, so this actually was the only, not only, but this is one of the few movies my daughter's actually ever requested to go see um, because it was on her birthday, and it was one of her, you know, favorite movies when she was a kid. You went to the drive-in. Um, Did you go so to the drive-in? She wanted to, see it, wanted to see it on her birthday, <laughs> but also on her birthday was her, her birthday slash graduation slash cosmetology slash big hall catered DJ karaoke extravaganza on her birthday on Saturday. Lee's so, poor extravaganza. Long story short, yes, it, that I have no more money to go to the movies and take you to see a movie with your friends extravaganza. But <laughs> we did end up going seeing it Sunday. Uh, so we ended up going seeing it Sunday, uh, very late. We were saw uh, because both the kids wanted to see it, but one of them was working, so we had to wait till after we got off work. And we ended up seeing it like ten thirty at night at the theater down the street and um, it had the layback seats and all that kind of stuff. Only problem was that by the time we decided we were going to go and actually get the tickets and everything, all that was left was like the last front two rows. So, you know, you like to lean those chairs back to relax. We had to lean them back just so we could actually watch the movie. I was like in my face. So, uh, yeah, it was interesting, to say the least. So you're under duress? I had had Mr. Incredible's junk all up in my face the whole movie. And you were happy uh, to climb, weren't you? (laughs) You were smiling ear from ear, he was. It's so big, it's so incredible! Oh, my God! I love it, I love it, I love it! That's the sequel. Yeah. Well, you know, it was nice seeing Miss... Is it just me, or did Mrs. Incredible's ass get bigger? this time maybe it was just a seat i had but she had it going on man i mean i don't know how to say it. She had a big old ass. <laughs> is bootylicious but dunk and dunk it was her body was bootylicious she got back for yeah. real she came back yeah. and she got back so yeah that was our experience with the uh, theater all right it was big ass wow uh super I- did y'all have a junk experience? <laughs> no, we, we were junkless uh, in, oh, in our experience. Uh, that's a shame. Yeah, I suppose so. No uh, junk for you. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it was IMAX. We saw IMAX. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. version of it. That's, um, that's in your face. Yeah, kind of. great sound. It was, but we were several rows back. Uh, yeah, there was no danger of being... Junked? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no Nothing. junk. No screaming children. 
No, in, in fact, we brought three children and they were all well behaved. Mm-hmm. Awesome. They sat there and watched the whole thing and yeah, didn't, didn't make a peep. So yeah, no, I mean, that was really about it. Just saw in the IMAX. Um, IMAX theater. Yeah. MT experience. And yours was... Like, I don't know about no MTX or anything like that. DMX, nothing. I, DMX. <laughs> <laughs> any of that could have been going on. I just remember IMAX. IMAX. Oh, Too many IMAX, IMAX has got this. his own thing. They got their own sound system yeah. and everything else. Yeah, like we could have ordered uh, food to our seat where we were. Like we oh, had that nice. option, and but no, no, it, because the problem is you're in a, th- a movie theater and it's staffed by fourteen year olds, uh. and so you know the the food that's being cooked. It's like, hey, you want to order um, a kind of duck nachos or so, like some kind of beef pork shoulder or something or whatever going on in the back? <laughs> and like. No, I don't want to order that because there's a bunch of 14-year-olds back there who can't even pop popcorn. Like, we got there. Literally, there was three big popcorn machines. Like, I'm sorry, we're out of popcorn. Yeah. I'm like, really? Okay, So, because all the girls wanted popcorn. So, it was like, okay, girls, y'all going to have to sell for hot dogs instead because apparently there's no popcorn in a movie theater. What movie theater runs out of popcorn? This This one did. When you're staffed by a bunch of 14-year-olds, and that's what I'm saying, how can you possibly order... Whatever they're cooking up in the back. How can you trust what's going on in the back when they can't even get popcorn straight? Lee, Lee, get over there and fix things. You know how to yeah, fire go teenagers. Fire, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Go fire some teenage- you can't mm-hmm. run out of popcorn in a movie theater. No, it's sacrilegious. I'm yes. serious. It was that's, three that's really big old poppers. Not in that. And that was true. It's not even like it was like a crappy little ghetto-ass theater. I mean, this, this is a nice theater, right? Yeah. The IMAX and all that stuff, so... Yeah, that's not cool, man. It is, but like, you know, uh, you could tell the, the, the people who are working there, they're probably, it's summer jobs kind of thing. They, yeah. they could care less. They don't right. get paid a lot. Cool. But anyway, so that's what our experiences were at the theater. Yeah. Um, to <laughs> that's what we're going in. Yeah, so you're starting out <laughs> kind of contentious, like it sounds like, because of the popcorn. Uh, Lee had his back all the way up to a drunken face. Yes. And mom, mom was okay. Mom was yeah. good. Mom was good. All right, so where, should, where do we want to start? Should we just... Um, how about do we want to do like we did last time with general thoughts and then do positives yeah. and negatives? Do yeah. you walk? Okay. Yeah, let's do, do that. that. Let's yeah. do that. So let's ge- do that. Ge- initial general thoughts. No discussion back and forth. Just initially lay out uh, um, what your thoughts are. All right, Lee, go. I'm yeah. Just it out there. I, it's a general statement. When I walked out of the theater, I felt like I enjoyed this Incredibles more than the first one. I had a little time to marinate on it and I don't anymore but i really enjoy it a lot um i had a good time uh two hours flew by um you know i think there's obviously we're going to find some plot holes to poke into and things like that but as a general statement i enjoyed the movie i would definitely uh, recommend anyone seeing it i would probably you know see it again uh, at the theater it's not one of those ones i gotta wait for dvd or wait for it to come on you know netflix or whatever I, I'm, I'm looking forward to maybe seeing it again and soaking it in a little more uh, but yeah, overall, that was a good movie. That was a good follow-up. Um, I don't think that you can fully live up to 14 years of waiting for a movie. <laughs> you know, I don't think it's ever going to be that good. But I had a good time. That was a good movie. Laughed a lot. Overall, I'd say thumbs up. Okay, thumbs up. Thumbs up. Um, okay, I guess I'll go next if that's cool. Sure. Go uh, next. So for my experience, uh, you know, going into this first movie. Um, in my back of my head, I was like, God, please don't be your typical second movie suckage. Please don't be. Mm-hmm. So I was constantly going with that. And, and, and at first, it, it almost felt like that. Hmm. And then it's like, okay, I'm not, I'm not too bad. Uh, it, it, and I, 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 over, I came away with the fact that you know, I was entertained for sure. 
I mean, I was excited. I enjoyed watching it. It was the music was is incredible. Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, was the b- best part for me. I mean, of course, the graphics, the computer generated images were great. Uh, animation and stuff was awesome. Um, but uh, I guess I don't know. In the back of my head, I always was like, please don't let it be a sucky second movie kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So that kind of permeated my experience. Yeah. While I was going through it, and then halfway, I kind of set, let go of that, and it's like, okay, this is I'm enjoying. I'm, I'm now I'm enjoying. Enjoy it. Yeah, I let myself enjoy it. So. So you were worried at any point in time in your experience they were gonna yeah just it was just gonna nowhere. do something just like oh come on really mm-hmm. that kind of a thing but I never had that reaction which I'm happy uh, but come overall I, I was entertained you were worried Mater was gonna show up and they were gonna go on a spy <laughs> adventure I, <I'm> sure. <laughs> come on, I was so worried about that yes something like that just just no <laughs> that is I, I'm I'm with you on that like I mean Mulan it, gets married and here we go <laughs> something like that you know I don't know. Direct the DVD stuff, but yeah, no, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, I'm saying I'm with you on that. I could see that as a legit concern after you mm-hmm. saw Cars Two or even Monsters University, where it, was, where it almost seemed like, "Hey, what do you want to do next?" Well, we want to do a movie about spies. Okay, well, we got to do a Cars movie. Well, can we make that work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's give it a shot. <laughs> what about now? Well, we kind of want to do a college movie. Okay, well, we got Monsters. Uh, <laughs> ink on the agenda can we can we make that work uh, sure let's sure. bring him back to university so like you were worried that maybe the incredible <laughs> 2 would be like like they would oh we want to do a courthouse drama yeah <laughs> or we want to do a kung fu movie let's uh, explain how they met before they conceived children yeah yeah we want to do a rom-com we need know? to do a rom-com yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey when he hears that back later on, it'll be funnier. It'll be funny, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, that was my thoughts. So go ahead, go ahead, guys. No, I, I, like, I, I'm kind of with Lee on this one. I think Lee and I probably walked away with the, a similar feeling on the first one, which a lot of people love that first one. And whereas I enjoyed it, it wasn't necessarily one of my favorites. So in some ways, I actually enjoyed this movie more than I enjoyed the first one. Um, I think it's one of Pixar's better sequel films for sure. This is true. I would definitely agree with that. And yeah. I wouldn't put it up there with some of their best work, but I would say it's better than some of their originals. Mm-hmm. So I, I was satisfied. I, I really enjoyed it. I know it was longer than the other film, but I didn't feel it as much. I didn't feel like there was as many moments, and we can get into this later, what yeah. I kind of felt. But I mean, I kind of felt like there were moments in the first one that dragged. I felt the humor and the pacing of this one kind of carried it through. So I, I actually enjoyed it. But yeah, there, there were issues as in in terms of the plot that you could tell they mailed it in a little bit. Right, right. And some of those things may have caused my anxiety with it, I guess. Yeah, And we'll get to that sure for later. But uh, last but not least, our comic guru, you know what to do. Yeah. What do you think about this? I know Um, you were a fan of the first one, yeah? Yes, absolutely. I remember that, yes. Absolutely. And uh, I had the same uh, concerns as you guys did going into it. Uh, So just to kind of quick sum up without touching on anything yet, uh, very entertaining, uh, Humorous moments. Uh, yeah, there were some parts that I was kind of like, eh, there's some weird gray area here, but uh, a little more darker. But yeah, still entertaining. Awesome. Great. All right. So let's talk about Bao. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh, man. <laughs> no, we, we ought to talk about Bao real we, quick. Should we? T- okay, okay. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, I had so many people say, oh, my God, it was a tearjerker and I loved it. And I was like, I didn't like it at all. So I was like, <laughs> it was okay, but I mean, I was expecting to be like the end of Toy Story three, where I just was like ready to, you know, people were chopping onions in the uh, in the theater or something. But I did not get misty eyed at all. I didn't think it was uh, sad at all. I thought it was 
okay. Um, I did get confused when she ate him, and I was like, so she's going to poop him out? Or, no, dude, I was so uh, happy you know, for that. Like, <laughs> you were happy? <laughs> yes, the entire time. It's like, that little piece of shit food is talking eat the damn thing <laughs> why are you letting that in your house was, in my mind i was thinking okay what's what's gonna happen next what's gonna happen next is she gonna poop him out is she gonna throw up because she obviously can't eat her son what's gonna happen next then of course you know it ended up being her son but and she was in some weird fantasy world or whatever but yeah i didn't i'm gonna i, I don't think i'm gonna go against the green on this show but i'm gonna go against the green from a lot of people and say i did not was not entertained by that at all I can't say I wasn't entertained, but I will say when that moment occurred and she ate the, 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 so for those who haven't seen it yet, Uh, yeah, I was about to say. Okay, so basically what happens here is it's a a story about a woman who makes uh, dumplings. Yeah, it's steam buns. Yeah, steam buns. And and an Asian couple makes steam. Okay, and they go ahead and they make these things, and one of them comes to life, and she raises it, and she nurtures it, and it grows old. They have various growing pains, and mm-hmm. she's experiencing difficulties as he's growing more independent. And then he meets a girl, and he's looking to move out. And then out of nowhere, the mother grabs the dumpling and eats it. Yeah, because she doesn't want him to leave the house. Right? right. Yeah. And they're in the theater, and there wasn't that many people in the theater, but of the people that were in the theater, there was an audible gasp. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately, I turned over to look at my kid like, thank you for f- up my kid pics. <laughs> no, look over. I was probably the only one who said yes. <laughs> yeah, Dude, I, I don't know about your kid. Like the first thing in my mind was like, so John Lasseter hugs people, and then we get this. <laughs> yeah. He's got to go away, and now we have. I'll take the hugger. Characters getting eaten on screen. So I look over at uh, Lily, and her jaw is just dropped, mm-hmm. and they're like, all the kids are just like. State of shock, and then the kid will look like the Gangnam Style dude. Um, <laughs> did you notice that the, yeah. the dumpling guy? He shows up. He looks like Gangnam Style. Yeah. And then they realize, okay, it was all a dream, and that he really is still alive. I think they felt better about things, but it was almost like then the short became all about how are you going to walk back from eating the child? You know, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. okay, so I see. It's it's. It wasn't real, and she just had a moment where she lost herself, I guess. Um, she was just hungry. Yeah. I don't... I can't say <laughs> I hated it. It showed, um, you know, the, the angst that comes on with raising a child and having yeah. to let go and everything like that. And so I get that, but yeah, that was a tr- pretty tragic way to deliver that message. Yeah. yeah it's, it's almost it like shocking. they just yeah. lost their head and forgot that there were kids coming to see this mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, just to, to preface anybody that's listening, is like, what the hell are y'all talking about? Bao is the latest Pixar short, and actually it really was short as compared to the Frozen one. Yeah. Uh, but we won't go there. Um, that came on before, and uh, before the movie came on, and after they promoted the, the people the, that made the movie promoted it and said, oh, you're going to love this thing. Oh, yeah, that was the other oh, one. Yeah. yeah, this movie, it's awesome, incredibly, we so many, we know it's been a long time. Bao. Yeah. No, but everybody here, everybody here at Pixar, everybody here at Pixar, everybody except for John Lasseter. We don't talk much about That's him it. these days. And who's that guy? <laughs> Craig T. Nelson. Yes, we know it's been a long time. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, great movie. I'm a, I'm a hugger, not a lover. He's in the basement. He's locked up. It's okay. Yes. He chained up. They say, oh, it's been a long time. You know, it's been a long process. It didn't take you 14 years to make the movie. It just took you, you know, 
12 years to decide to make it. You know, they act like they've been working on this thing for 14 years. Come on, man. Unless they had no idea what to do. I yeah. think that's probably it. It's like they really didn't care. Like We don't have a, a story set in mind and finally got to the point where, well, we don't have anything else going on, so we're going to make this, so figure it out. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like They made it seem like it was this, this long process. No, you're right. You're right. It's like, yeah, no, dude, we've been working nonstop tirelessly for 14 years. So that's how, you know... Yeah, no, if this if they worked 14 years on this film, then it would be thumbs down for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 14 years, we better be watching The Godfather of the Pixar. Godfather yes, yeah. No, I, I'm with you guys. I mean, like, they shouldn't have showed that part first before Bow. Because, like, I was going to I was like, okay, yeah, cool, we're going to see the movie. And then they introduced this and, like, God, so we got to wait 14 years, so you're going to make me wait another 15 minutes? Well, I just want to go into the movie. That's that's all well, I want. Well, that's how they introduce us. Like, here you go. Enjoy. And yeah. then it's like, no, we're getting the short. Yeah, and, and I mean, and just really quick on the short. Yeah, well, that I, was one of the more memorable shorts, though. I will say that. Yeah, well, you're absolutely right. That's man. the thing. Well, they, when, the, when, the, when the dumpling comes to life, that's the first thing. I was like, what the... What am I looking at? What just happened? <laughs> like what kind out. of yeah? Like what kind of pico de gallo did you put in the dumpling to make it just come to life like that? Like, That's when I was in my head. I'm like, freaking eat that thing. That thing's scary. <laughs> it started to cry. Like as soon as it chopped that thing in half, get out of there. It grew legs. You tossed that thing out. Like something is wrong with your ingredients. Like that's the first thing. I, I, I didn't feel endeared to Flush it the, down the to, toilet. To, yeah, You're I was good. freaked out. Yeah, <laughs> I would have kicked that thing, man. I'm sorry. I would have squished it. I'm like, what the hell? Are and the, like the smartest this coming from a man who has three kids. That's now. right. Yeah, I believe if a fourth one would come along, you'd be like, no, that's it. Squash. If it came out of my egg roll, I will throw that <laughs> against the wall and say, "Fuck you for coming for life." Put that back in the basket. What if it, what if it was finally a boy? <laughs> oh wow! If it came out of an egg roll, well, maybe it is the egg roll. Like, you you'd know? be like, "Honey, you've been the egg roll." Because <laughs> I'm like, "What do you think, Dad?" How about that? There's going to be a lot of bleeps in the show, I feel. Yeah, well, they're well, all coming from you, big guy. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, no, I just said that whole... Yeah, sorry, go. So my question was, did that all just happen in one day? No, and, no. Because, like, the dad left for work. No, because he grew up, yeah. Yeah, yeah but what I'm saying is... true, but... but, the, but no, they, the, they went to, like, the market a couple times, and, yeah, because remember they were eating the yeah. bread on the bus? Yeah. Right. They bread on the bus when he was a little kid, and he liked it, but then later on... And, they were, she tried to give him some bread, and he rejected it. So it was a, a series of days, so uh, months, technically. It I happened guess. at the speed of life. You know what I'm saying? Like, he went, the dad went to work. Like, he's like, okay, I'm going to eat the three dumplings, and I'm out. And then, like, you don't see him again until the end. He's like, here's your real son. So I was like, well, wait, did she eat the kid? And then, like, it was so good with the dumpling that she went to sleep because she had a full stomach. And then, he, you know, she woke up, and the dad's like, hey, here's your son. How you tell him, talk to him. You know, like I just wasn't sure what the span of time was between it, so it, it kind of threw me off a He's little no bit. Son of mine, yeah. All right, talk to this kid. I'm done. You know, I'm going back to work. Go ahead, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him, Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What he said? No. Uh, okay, so Bow wasn't my favorite short. I didn't dislike it either. Um, but in all honesty, you know, it, uh, it, it did touch me at some point. Okay. Wow. It, with the whole, you know, it's a whole Asian family thing. Um, uh, it was obvious. It's like, you know, it seemed like uh, the kid was the first, he was born here, uh -huh. but the parents are, you know, like a better term, fresh off the boat. 
you know, and I only and I make that assumption only from the dad. The dad seems very rooted in tradition, um, the same kind of mannerisms, you know, how uh, I guess whatever, you know, I, I'm Stern. assuming like yeah, you no, know, just it's how just how like almost an Asian father old is school. like this is it, yeah, mm-hmm. very old school kind of old a thing. School. You didn't find that they maybe overly caricatured the Asian features of the characters? Yeah, they probably might have, yeah, just a little bit, but I mean, you know. Uh, I was a little curious as to how they got away with that. I'm like, eh, yeah, no one's talking about it, but... But at the same time, it's like, there's probably somebody out there that looks just like him. Oh, I'm sure. You know? I'm, I'm sure there's somebody out there that sounds like a poo, but it doesn't mean that there's not going to be a problem. Yeah. But, but it was I mean, like mainly Asian creators that, that did it, at least from what I saw in the credits. It was an Asian woman that did it, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, Yeah, she put it together. Oh, so it's okay um, in that. I, I'm, just, uh, yeah. I'm just saying, like, I don't know how you judge she's, it. She's but allowed to use those words. He's like, hey, I'm bringing this into it. I'm bringing this here. This is authenticity. Margaret Cho wrote it, so it's all right. It's all yeah. good, you know. Margaret need a job. Man, I'm sure somebody has issues with it somewhere out there. No, I, I was just curious. Was, I didn't think it was bad. She ate the kid, though. I thought I was looking at, like, 70s Looney Tunes <laughs> for a minute there. <laughs> I mean, you know, she, she ate the dumpling. I mean, you weren't Hello, like... Oh, my baby. Oh, my baby. Yeah? Like a Yosemite Sam. Asian Yosemite Sam. No, I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't really catch on, latch on to that as much. It didn't stick with me. What no. she, but what she ate the bow, I mean, you weren't like, whoa, whoa, what, what you doing here, lady? You, you were just like, ah, dude, you know what? He deserved that because he shouldn't have ran out and played soccer with them children while she's trying to do Tai Chi with him. No, I was happy him. she ate it because the freaking dumplings talking. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? She should have ate him when it, when it sprouted legs and started crying. It's like, what the hell? Well, what if you ate it, but it stayed alive and it came out and now you're dealing with Mr. Hanky? Holy right. crap. Exactly. <laughs> be, Literally, it worse as a taper. Holy crap. <laughs> Hurry home, neighbor. How was that? I know. Was that delicious? Eat me again. Oh, no. Boy. I was the pico de gallo, dude. Yeah, that would yeah. be worse. Now, wouldn't that it? Would that be would worse. be But you could flush so maybe that. maybe don't eat the dumpling. Dang. Well, whatever I mean, it is. Gut reaction be like, you know, where do you put it? I get, you know, I don't have a toilet. <laughs> you know, it's, I, th- I throw it against the wall. But that's me. Oh, that's or like stab that. it with a freaking chopstick or something. Oh, uh, it's like, that thing was in my body. <laughs> uh, it was talking. I had no going. sympathy for that damn steam dumpling coming to life. Steam oh, bun come on. No. Oh, absolutely not. Really? Really, I did. Man, you're a cold-hearted man. You cold. It's food. Losing your hairline has really it's made food. you bitter. It has. It has. Screw <laughs> that dumpling. But no, I don't want my food talking to me <laughs> or crying or anything or sprouting limbs. Should be dead. The style was cool. I give him that. I thought it was shocking, and I thought Pixar lost its damn mind. And <laughs> yeah, I was, I was kind of upset that they might have just screwed up my child. But I'm glad that they they quickly backtracked on that. But um, yeah, yeah outside of that, it was is touching. It was a good subject matter. That's yeah, a no, big conversation. No, absolutely. That's, yeah, and kind of getting back, you know, it hit me on a personal level because I kind of went through that myself. You know, the Asian parents, I was born here. My mm-hmm. parents were fresh off the boat. Uh-huh. Um, and I they didn't let you go? No, well, I, mean, I grew up in American culture. They were rooted in their traditional culture. Mm-hmm. You know, and at, you know, at some point in my life, I, you know, I was kind of to my mom. You, you were know, a dick him. dumpling? I was a dick dumpling. <laughs> I was a dick dumpling. <laughs> and it made it, you know, it also too, it, my mom used to make those. So I used to help my mom make those damn steam buns oh yeah okay. so that, that was also part of it so yeah on that kind of level it's like, and it didn't connect with you more but see my steam dumplings didn't freaking talk or cry <laughs> that's the difference i ate it and it was delicious you're an artist <laughs> not everything's meant to be taken literal it's the meta no but no metaphorical. I, 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 thank I, you yeah but still I, I don't want the damn thing <laughs> sure, kevin are you sure Yes, absolutely. Are you sure? Shut up. I, I absolutely. <laughs> no, but the story, the story, the story, the story itself. Hallucinogenics one time, you know, making some 
some dumplings with your mom. Be like, whoa, what's that, mom? This thing's talking to me. God, had I done that, I probably could have made the short and made just about as much money. <laughs> wow. That would have been awesome. <laughs> I'm tacked on in the Incredibles. Yeah, I'm sure Bao's going to make some bank. Bao! Bao's going to make some, by default. Yes. Right? Um, but yeah, no, no. It's, 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 it, it, was, it, was okay. it was okay. I enjoyed it. Good subject matter. Yes. You know, touched me on, on a personal level, so it was cool. I feel that. Yeah. All right. So anyway, so back to Incredibles <laughs> 2. Incredibles 2. Increíble. Yes. Ah. Uh, where would you guys like to start? What, what, is there something, a point that you that's pressing in your head? Well, I mean, it's weird because we already did the uh, the opening thoughts on it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, let's just jump right into positives. Uh, okay. the, what we liked, uh, what, we want to start with positives or negatives because maybe we start with po- negatives. Like, I kind of feel like I've, I've developed a reputation, at least with, with some of our listeners, that I, I hate all the Pixar movies mm-hmm. after uh, they were sold to Disney. And I just don't think i feel that way i you know maybe well last movie review if you want we did start with the positive and with the negative do you yeah. want to flip it yeah why don't we flip it all right some, let's flip because it. I, maybe that's what the problem is if we're leaving people with negative impressions leave, yes end on a positive note there you go okay even though it's 50 50 but whatever all right so let's start all right so yeah, start with the negatives can you start with the obvious uh the people that are helping you out are going to be the bad guys i mean Huh? The ho- that's whoever is being nice to you in the movie is going to end up being the bad guy. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about Mrs. Incredible's uh, hips. <laughs> no, that was that was not negative. That was positive. I'm saving that for. Oh, later. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> he's saving that for later. Uh-huh. Oh, can you say spank bank? Incredible bank. Credit back. All right. All right. So, but I mean, so that kind of. That threw me off a little bit. Like I started to have to take myself out of the mindset of trying to figure out who's going to be the bad guy. Well, or when are they going to turn on them, or how are how is this going to play out to where? Well, you you keep saying they. Dude. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, then my mind's like, okay, there's this rich guy and his sister, and they're being really nice, and they're trying to help the Incredibles, and they're trying to help the superheroes. What's the catch? How are they going to end up being the bad guys? Now, of course, the twist is that it, was, it wasn't both of them. It was the sister, but, you know. But you knew in the back of your head it was like one of them. Yeah, I was going to say it, it, it no, wasn't. Well, I was, I was going to say I really thought it was going to be both of them. I didn't, I didn't foresee it only being one of them. Um, so they did twist it a little bit. But at the same time, it's like, okay, something is going to be happening with these guys here because they're being the nice people. So obviously they're going to be the, the devils in the end. I, I See, was, oh, sorry. No, I'm sorry. Um, no, I was going to say, I kind of sensed that it was going to be the lady through the middle of the movie because, like, the villain, uh, screen slaver, uses tech. And yep. she was the only person was that tech. was. Yeah, that yeah. was tech. Yep. Tech. I, saw, I, know, yeah. I didn't get what Lee was saying at all. Like, I never thought it was both. I always thought it was the girl. Yeah. Even from the very, very, very beginning, like. Pretty much, like, yeah. Before you found out that she was tech, okay. Well, first of all, she looked like no, Megamind's just, girlfriend. Like, she, like uh, who? Megamind, you ever <laughs> see a movie? She looked like Megamind's girlfriend Like yeah, after like yeah. a night out drinking. True that. So she had that kind of rough <laughs> look to her, and she was all into the tech. And, and But you know what gave it away? I mean, again, quick note to Pixar. If you want to keep your evil hypnotizing villain a secret, maybe don't cast the evil hypnotizing villain from Get Out 
to play that role <laughs> because that was a pretty dead giveaway to me right there nice. that it was going to be her. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, but you didn't notice good. that? No, I just I just looked at the. I thought she was like this offset Angelina Jolie kind of character. No, that's a woman with the teacup from Get Out that was hypnotizing all the brothers. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, yeah. And yeah, I was like, wow, man, talk about typecast. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I didn't connect to that because I never, I never saw that. Yeah. You never saw Get Out? No, no, I never saw Get Out, so I didn't, I didn't pick that. But I did know that it was going to uh, be at least... see that movie. That's a pretty good movie. I got it. Yeah. I did know that it was going to be yeah. at least one of them because... Um, of this the backstory that they have with the parents. Yeah, one was like you know they had a, the idea of the you know trying to help the, the the idea that the parents were trying to get the supers to help, and the other one had the idea like they could have saved themselves. So I was like, all right, so one of these guys is going to be yeah, the bad I mean, person, I, right? I mean, now that you know what you know, you can look back at little hints in the movies, like she was perturbed when he when they were telling the story, right? And you know she could tell she was mad at him. So if you look back at it, like okay, that makes sense. But at the actual time, I didn't catch it. But yeah foreshadowing it's a thing i should probably pay more attention yeah it's just the world that the incredibles is set in uh which was uh a weird kind of paradox when you think about it it's like it's set in this pulp era like in this 50s slash 60s era but they right, got all the these cars are like 60s but yeah like all this cool monorails and right it has this but it has this like current tone to it so her as a villain like I, I could have, you know, I could have went with uh, how, how the origin worked, except when they did the our parents got shot thing. I don't think that really needed to be there. I mean, oh, can yeah. I tell you my theory on that? Yeah, go for it. Uh, if this is the appropriate time, I think that was Brad Bird admitting, and this was my biggest fault problem with the film is that the plot was we it was it, it was like every recycled eighties movie tv show cartoon theme just put together and mix a little bit of mr mom with uh <laughs> a little bit of um oh god take any episode with the mad hatter on batman the animated series and I'm then with you tack on the end of speed too and that's pretty much what you end up getting with this movie it's like a recycled rehash like it's so predictable you know all the formulaic stuff the plot just felt like something you'd seen before like i could always whenever i watch it i'm like oh that's like this or that, i never felt like i was watching anything original and so when going back to what you were saying about that scene i almost felt it was brad bird's way of saying guys Really, don't take any of this plot stuff seriously. Just enjoy the ride. Because there was that part there where the guy's like, yeah, he broke in the house and he tried to call Gazer Beam and them. And man, the, the phone was disconnected. And because of that, he got shot. And the woman goes, or they could have just ran away to the safe room right. and been fine. I completely disagree, but we're not going to talk about that now. <laughs> and they never talk about it again. And in the back of your mind, you're like, no, the woman's right. Uh, I don't care. Unless you're calling the Flash, and even he would take a second to look up your address on <laughs> Google Maps. I mean, it, it would take a little while to get there. No, you, he probably killed himself. But it's like, yeah, but let's not worry about all that. It's kind of like that scene where Violet's sitting there like, well, let me get this straight. Wait, mom's got to break the law and become a villain to change the law? And he's like, oh, you know, school bus is here. Hey, look, school bus. <laughs> Come on, Jack-Jack, you don't ask tough questions. It's almost <laughs> like Brad Bird winking to the audience saying, yeah, we know this is all nonsense. Just go with it. Yes. So that was my theory behind why that scene was there. It's just to say... 
Okay, forget about it. This is not meant to be taken all that seriously. It's just a movie. It's just a means to get to the to the end, and you'll laugh along the way and see some cool fight scenes. Yeah, see, and that was the thing is, I'm. I think a villain always powers a story. Uh, that's just like a a thing I believe in. Mm-hmm. So this, like, okay, um, screen slaver or the you know or Mrs. Dever. I mean, that was almost like syndrome. It's almost like, hey, look, here's this tragic story, and I got into tech. I'm not a, I'm not a superhero, but I don't like superheroes. And it's like, wait, that's like the same character. You just kind of yeah. just put a new face on it. And yeah, when they showed the parents dying, I was like, okay, number one, you could totally take that out. You just have to stick with what it is. Like That whole part of the subplot drove me nuts. I'm like, yeah. okay, this is Civil War. Government getting in, telling superheroes you can't be superheroes. Totally get that. Just stick with that. That subplot in itself, the world that you're building right there, that's complex enough. Well, not just that. I mean, here you got the sister going off about, yeah, uh, what you called my whole evil plan is to go ahead and uh, make it to where superheroes are banned forever. Well, they were already banned Damn. forever. <laughs> Why didn't you just not help your brother bring him back? <laughs> For starters, I mean, or, or maybe just kill him to begin with and yeah, just yeah, take out any sense. chance of doing any of this. I mean, it really was a convoluted, at least with Syndrome, there was some kind of a backstory you can kind of buy into a bit and say, okay, yeah, I can see this. It was a screwed up little kid who was looking for a father figure, and Mr. Incredible you know, didn't give him the love he needed. Turned him away, yeah. Yeah, and this one, I mean, she, she drove a long way only to come back again to get to where she wanted, which was right where she started to begin with. Good uh, point. It, was, it was crazy <laughs> to see how that played out. Uh, so, yeah, her motivations made zero sense. But like I said, I think they knew that. I think that was Brad Bird and them's way of saying we piece this together over a drunken weekend, but we're going to make it really <laughs> funny. The baby's going to be hilarious. We years and we waited till the last minute like we do on all of our tests. Exactly. In, in high school. They suspended and, John. Uh, yeah. We couldn't talk to him for a Six months, yeah. however long it was. Or touch him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But, I mean, that's why ultimately I, I don't think I like this movie more than the original. When I walked out of the theater, I thought I did, but the more I thought about it, the more I marinated on it, it didn't flow as well. Uh, like I said, like the, the, the villain which drives the story was way better in, in the first one. I agree. And it's hard to, if you can't, and if you can't say that the villain is better or at least as good in the second one, it's hard to say that the movie was better or not as good as the first one. So ultimately I, I have to say that the, I still think the first one is a better film. I agree in some respects, Lee, but uh, where I would disagree at is that, yeah, I think the, the plot of the first one is more put together. It, it, it's better put together. I think that uh, the villain is a stronger villain, but I do think that this film flows much better. You're entertained more. I mean, you oh, zip, yeah, it's even, more fun. Yeah, you, it go, you go through it in no time. You don't feel, there's no parts in there. Like a lot of the first movie, to me, they just got to be, it got to be a little bit too mired down in the emotion and the uh, the family element. And it really, there were parts there that dragged. I never thought that this movie dragged at any point in time. I thought, yeah, that's true. I thought the yeah. humor carried it through. I thought the fight sequence, I mean, it was just cool. I mean, think about the, the first Incredibles. 
and I guess we're kind of already jumping in the positives a little bit here, so I'll, I'll try and keep this brief. But in the first Incredibles, you got to see superheroes fight uh, a lot of nameless bad guys that are like Stormtrooper kind of mm-hmm. things. That Yes. You, you actually got to see supers going up against supers, and that was really cool. And that was fascinating, and mm-hmm. I liked watching that. Yes. Instead of watching... Yeah, kids run away a lot so i mean there was a lot more to take in from a visual aspect uh that that did help make up for a lot of the plot holes like the incredible the first incredibles had like three endings you know they had the ending on the island then they had the ending when they beat the 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 robot and then they had a third ending where they actually had a fight syndrome every single time you thought that movie was going to end it just kept going it it went on another beat and then the underminer shows up and like again oh okay okay this is just and then, okay, there's a negative. There's that, I was about to say, that's one of my negatives, is that the freaking Underminer thing never gets resolved. No, I'm with they you They lose there. the Underminer. Now, okay, yeah, that's rat, probably Ratzenberger's only cameo. Yes. So they had to keep it short. But yeah. still, I would love to see them. Well, it was like, okay, own. here's this big opening fight scene, uh, but that sets the tone for the rest of the movie because now, yes, they've been on house arrest or whatever they got in trouble mm-hmm. for. They're like, they, y'all came out, now we're going to arrest you. And uh, you're stuck at this hotel. And so that, that allows the, the rest of the movie to go on. It would have been interesting to see what happened, but it didn't bother me that much because it was just like, okay, opening action scene. Here's what happens. They're in trouble. Here's the movie. Yeah. So it, like it didn't the, bother me that much. It, it, um, it, it, it got me. I wanted to see more that that whole thing. I'm kind of with you there, Kevin. That's just like superhero comics 101. If you start off... Fighting the bad guy in the first ten minutes of the movie, you you beat the bad guy. That just that's how it works. And all it really did was like disarm the big drill machine. Which the whole you know the scene was cool and stuff. But I was like, look, this dude is not again. He's not this villain that's so imposing that I'm like, wow, this guy's a threat. I mean, he had to put on weird like you know uh, action Jackson boxing gauntlet things. You know what I mean? And <laughs> I was kind of like, okay, I'm over it. This dude has no, like, he has no super strength. He has no eye beams. He he has nothing and on yet, his own. He's still got away with the money. Exactly. <laughs> you know, what I mean, I, and, and so I was like, well, yeah, all right, I let that go, but it did kind of leave me with this weird taste. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I didn't feel it was resolved enough. He's not a villain. That I'm like, I gotta see what happens to him next. Like, I'm enthralled with that conflict I, I i wasn't but uh, you do still want to see him get his butt whipped right. i do but i mean you know he got all that money i want to see how he spends it first <laughs> tell <laughs> the truth i'll be honest when they opened with the whole undermining thing i was kind of happy i was he like all right clear. let's yeah. see this i've been waiting 14 years to see what they do with the underminer and here yes. they go mm-hmm. and he got away he got away well he- and that goes back to the negative that eli was saying it was kind of like a rehash kind of thing where it's like yeah the villain was all it's, it's all a tech thing all over again i kind of felt like watching this movie at the end of the movie, things are exactly the way that they were left at the end of the first movie. Like, uh, that was the thing. There's really no character development. Violet's still waiting on her first date. is <laughs> <laughs> still at large. Uh, you know, the Incredibles might now start being able to be heroes again, mm-hmm. uh, legally. So, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, I guess Jack-Jack is the only one who had some growth in the fact that he got his powers. Yeah. But then you, you know kind of, but actually now that I think about movie. it, he actually had some toward the end there anyway. So. Well, that, that was another big now negative for it, me. Yeah. What's that? Was that, was Jack-Jack? Like, Jack-Jack was a huge positive as far as the humor and everything goes. Well, can I finish the yeah. statement before you judge? <laughs> he on the lag. He don't know. But no, it, just, <laughs> he on the lag. He on the lag. He got jet lag. He got that lag thing. He was a big positive as far as the humor goes, but it felt like every single time, script-wise, they painted themselves in the corner, they were like, 
Jack or just Jack. give Jack Jack yeah. a new power. You're right. Oh, I know he can grow into a huge baby and just squash the, the the villains. Oh wait, the parents about ready in Frozone. They're about ready to kill the kids. Oh well, Jack Jack has telekinesis and he just knocks the glasses off. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. I because I was I'm a I'm a big Dash fan. Uh huh. And I I like shortchange. Thank you. That's exactly what I was gonna say. I, I I'm like I like the part where he came out because he's got so much energy that I'm like I cracked up every time. But I was like, wait a minute, you're the fastest person. In this movie, you can't read the math textbook enough to <laughs> learn how to do new math. Not like new math is easy. I get that. But I felt like he could have used some development. He really didn't get anything. You know what I'm saying? I think he got shortchanged uh, in that movie. I mean, they, they kind of I mean, painted him like, yeah, that's even, true. Even Arnold Schwarzenegger well, could uh, the car. He didn't really get to drive the car. Violet was in the, the driver's seat. He just kind of was well, like, he got to bring it. Yeah, yeah. No, he was like, he was like dumb luck. You know what I'm saying? Like he was kind of like, oh man, it would be cool to have the car, and the car would show up. It'd be cool if it had ejection seats, and then they get ejected. So he wasn't like, he didn't have that knowledge being a superhero. Like that's the key. He was the buffoon. Yeah, I hate to say that, but I mean, like the key is this. In my opinion, it's a family of superheroes. That means that they have to have learned something from each other, right? So this kind of leads me to my next negative, really quick, is that. I didn't like the Mr. Incredible Mr. Mom thing. Not that the subplot in that itself was interesting to see, but how do you put it? Um, number one, I don't know the exact era that they're in. You know, they're like they're in this pulp comic era where everything's in the 50s and 60s. I see where you're going. Yes. So does that mean that you take a current status upon uh, the role of the wife and the husband and you put it in this time because if that's the case which that's what i'm thinking it is he's still mr incredible i'm pretty sure he could at least say hey look uh you don't know how to divide tell you what here's a couch i'm gonna <laughs> break it in half you get it that's how division works you know what i mean like i wish he would have had that chance to be incredible teaching his kids while he had to watch them and i think that kind of like diminished had, the character like some he had to, he had to fi- figure out how to use his superpowers in his family life as opposed to just fighting villains. He would have to figure out how to use his superpowers to help his kids and how to, how to use his superpowers to help his daughter dating as opposed to just taking her to the restaurant. Right. It was kind of like watching uh, Superman 2 when he lost his powers, but he didn't lose them. But it was like you're just saying this dude is like a total buffoon. All he could do is just like move stuff no he's still supposed to be as strong as mrs incredible is huh so we got two buffoons yeah Yeah, exactly like you know it's like dad's your buffoon your dad's buffoon too you know the boys are buffoons i mean but yeah that's i don't want to put it that way but that's how it looked to me when i looked at it that's what i was gonna say is this a maui bone situation (laughs) you you know it it, things just kind of happen that way You, you see things. You see the sexist nature of this that they're making the role of the man to be uh, an idiot is what you're basically saying. Is that I look at him, he can't even figure out how to take care of his own kids. He can't, he can't raise his own kids. Like how I, funny. I get it that when in the first one, you know, Mrs. Incredible, like yeah, I do this, I juggle this, and I'd like hey, more power to Mrs. Incredible. But yeah, Mrs. Incredible, engage, engage. Yeah, but Mrs. Incredible. Kid, you know, he, I get it in the beginning. That's how character development works, right? He's like, I don't know this situation. I have to figure it out. But there's no part in the story where he's like, wait a minute. I'm a superhero. My wife is already doing a thing on the news. 
And I don't know how to take that when she was like, yeah, I'm going to go out and like make us money. And again, if we're in the 50s era, okay, he's the man. So he's, I guess he's not supposed to like it, but then it's a family movie. So shouldn't he be supportive of his, you know what I'm saying? Of, of no, I, I, this is incredible. So it was like a weird paradox that I was getting. And yeah, well, it was the whole thing. It's like Mr. Incredible can't do anything about with, without collateral damage. Right. And, and so the woman, and so Mrs. Incredible can. Yeah, and, well, and, and it's cool that she gets some props, but yeah, he didn't do anything for his part because he's a major part of the subplot. You know what I'm saying? He has to watch all the kids, and he's like, "Yeah, I can't do this. I I can't do this." He's like, "No, you you can. You just have to learn how to do well, it." He does it, but he does. He, After he, he figures it out. Yeah, he gets some. <laughs> After that's the thing. He gets a nap. Now, granted, I have no superpowers, but a nap definitely recharges me. Well, but. I think they could have done a That's little a positive more, for you for naps, but I have no powers. So, would, you know, would it make you feel better if Elastigirl would have stumbled in her going out and being like, okay, I haven't really done the superhero thing in a while. If she would have messed up a little bit, kind of like he was messing up. And the idea was to be, okay, well trying something new when you haven't really done it in a while is going to be a little bit more challenging. And that way it wouldn't have seemed more like they're just painting this guy as being a doofus. I hear that. That's a that's a good take. Uh, that would have made it a little. Well, I'm more. just asking the question to you. Yeah, I, no, I, I feel you. I'm just saying I never I never thought of it like that. But that would have been a good balance if, like, yeah, she would have had difficulties getting back into the groove because she did parenting, but he had the opposite effect. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, at the end, they both separately we need each other well no no just separately they're just like she is able to conquer what she needs to do she's like okay i can still be a hero yeah but then at the you know on his end yeah he's like oh yeah i can still use my powers or or what i know as a hero to be a better parent and that would increase the whole family theme i thought that part kind of kind of lacked so you're finding sexism again in disney animated (laughs) (laughs) i just noticed i I can see an element i'm not making yeah. fun i no, can see cool. an element of what you're talking about that they they look it was the 80s sitcom effect and the, the man is just some dumb schmuck and the woman is this goddess and he's lucky to have her and he couldn't tie his own shoes you're seeing a, a little bit of that in this now again he overcomes and he figures the whole thing out and right but yeah she never misses a beat she doesn't stumble right. uh so I, I see what you're saying yeah, yeah she's not even and she figures the whole villain thing out too. Yes, yeah, and that's I mean, so, and that's no help. Yeah, and that's development on her end. I get that she didn't get that star role that was Miss Incredibles thing in the first movie. I get that, but yeah, she stayed strong in the first movie. Yeah, why can't he get a little bit of love on that? Yeah, you know? Mister Incredible, I would argue was probably the third most important person. This was Elastigirl's movie. Yeah, agreed. Jack Jack second. Mm-hmm. Okay. You could almost make an argument for Violet at third because they really spent some time on her and her relationship with the, the boy. The boy yeah. I mean, they even started off the whole beginning of the movie was about that boy and, mm-hmm. and the disconnect that happens there. Uh, so you can make an argument that Violet could be at three and, and Mr. Incredible at four, but I, I'll, I'll flip it. I'll go Incredible three and Violet at four, but it's close. So, yeah, I mean, if you're a big Mr. Incredible fan, you didn't really get to see Mr. Incredible being all that incredible. I agree. I mean, he shows, uh, you see him a little bit in the Underminer uh, sequence. Yeah. And even that, it's, it's a screw up. Underminer gets away. They don't really do anything. And then you see him at the trail end. I mean, maybe you get five to ten minutes of him at the end there. So, if you're a Mr. Incredible fan, you really kind of got gypped on 
what you got to see him do uh, action-wise. And I think that was a, a legit disappointment in this, is that you're, man, at the end of the film, you're like, okay, they are family, they're going to team up, and they're going to fight crime, and you never really get to see it until, like, maybe the last couple of minutes at the end and the first couple of minutes at the beginning. Um, like a parenthesis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Quote, unquote. Quote, unquote, parenthesis. Yeah. <laughs> Too much well, punctuation. I guess maybe he'll have more, in, he'll have more uh, action in... Incredibles mm, three, part three. Well, you gotta hope, yeah. and hopefully they don't retread the the plot again. But um, yeah, we'll be at show five hundred by then, right? I, I mean, I get a feeling show that Jack Jack is going to be the next movie. He might like Jack f- Jack to me is the new. He's the new Baby Groot. Oh, like, okay. Uh, no, okay. Oh, let him finish. Oh, look, oh, Baby Groot. Oh, oh, Baby Groot's here, and you need a little comic relief, so you bring the baby in. Yeah, baby no, Jack Jack. Okay, but here's the thing. He was. Man Groot in the first one, Baby Groot in the yeah. second one. By Avengers, he's already teenage Teen Groot. Groot. Yeah. They Groot, yeah. are smart <laughs> enough to know this baby thing is only going to play for so long before it's look who's talking 16 or something. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> Jack-Jack, yeah, it's going to be limited shelf life on Jack-Jack, believe me. And they took every... They made every oh, little man. joke that they could, every Tom and Jerry Looney Tunes cartoon joke that they could do where some cartoon, I mean, this is not a new concept where they're watching the baby and the baby's getting himself into dangerous situations and they're running around like a, I, like I said, Roger Rabbit. That's, yeah. that's a perfect example of it that I can think of off the top of my head. They, they just, oh, watch out for the baby. Oh, yeah. He's fighting the raccoon. That was an awesome <laughs> fight. If you want to go to pause, I enjoyed that. I, yeah. I, the thing is, like, it was funny. I enjoyed it. I just, uh, it just seemed like, just like with Guardians, you have, if they need something, you're like, oh, look at the baby. Oh, look at the baby. Yeah. so cute. That was it. That, I felt a little bit too reliant on Jack-Jack to save the movie. Well, one more thing real quick, though, before we get too far ahead. Uh, all right. So there's been a lot made about the epileptic scene. I think we all know which scene that that was. A lot of people, a lot of reports out there being that. <laughs> yes that little (laughs) dance club sequence with the lights going in and out um and i've heard like some people i mean we joke but some people really got violently ill Mm -hmm. oh okay uh, watching that because they had light sensitivity or yeah yeah, so it was an intense little black and white scene yeah you knew immediately it wasn't like i wonder which scene it was i was it the last scene as soon as it happened you're like oh yeah yeah, that that's the scene that main one and i guess toward the end there's a little one when it's on the screen at the boat yeah I was watching it. I'm like, man, I feel bad for the people who got sick, you know, watching this and everything like that. But what about the animators who had to put that scene together? I yeah. mean, that had to be painful. Yeah, that's pretty intense. I mean, they had to be like friggin' Malcolm McDowell and Clockwork Orange by the end of it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, just watching that mm-hmm. over and over and over again. They probably had those goggles on, too, that yeah. the characters had. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, hopefully they've learned a lesson because I remember hearing that. I thought they were supposed to be doing a warning beforehand. I, I heard that, too. Yeah, they had but, some news article where they were supposed to. I did y'all see a well, warning? I think that was I the issue. I think that was the issue is that they didn't have the warning, and then maybe now they are. Well, no, there was well, a news article where they said they were going to start airing a warning before the movie showing. Well, maybe yeah. it happened. Well, what I saw there. didn't, but that was opening weekend. So right, and the same thing with me. So I figured by the time Danny and Eli saw it, they they, they would have had it in place. But I unless guess they, didn't. they no. no, they did not. Yeah. Unless they put it before the trailers for all the movies started. Like we walked in, they were already in the trailer portion. We, we were a little bit late, but that would be a dumb idea. That would be a dumb idea. Yeah. yeah, because people are running late. You put it right before the movie. Warning: There's a scene that's and after bow. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or maybe like when all the actors, the voice. 
actors are like, yeah, you're going to love this movie. Or you might get to see, just be careful. You know, like that probably could have been a part to put it there too. Right? <laughs> you're either going to love it or you're going to pass out. One or the other. Cool, cool, cool. Any other negatives before we move on? I had... Oh, you, you no, I, I have like an in-between. So you go first and then I'll do mine and switches to the positive negative thing. Last thing, and it's again, it's like I spy with my comic guy, right? It's like the era that they're in and then the stuff that they tell, like mainly with the screen slaver, like there's the, the part where Mrs. Incredible goes and she tracks the signal before you get to the strobe light part. Mm-hmm. She's going to the hideout mm-hmm. and he goes through this speech. Mm-hmm. And it's a pretty cerebral speech if you listen to it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, wait a minute. We're in this era where technology doesn't fully exist. So, but he gives the speech, or she gives the speech in the disguised voice that basically says, we don't participate with each other anymore. We watch game shows, we watch television, this and that and the other. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that kind of sounds like a message that would work in a modern era, mm-hmm. but not in this era. Like in, in, in the 50s, you don't have all this stuff. You have to talk to each other. You have to communicate and whatnot. So that was kind of an off-putting thing where it's like you want to be modern, but you want to set it in the 50s. You kind of got this weird paradox thing happening. You know what I'm saying? So it, it kind of put me in this weird spot when I had that day to really think about it. Okay. I can't I would say though it was like a parallel. Like yeah. here's how our lives now are paralleling to the lives in the fifties. In the fifties it was T V and our generation it's the phone. Yeah. Um you know, this has always been there. It's always there've always been people that are gonna use technology against you. There's always gonna be people that are gonna do this against you. So to me it was just like regardless of what year you're living in, we always deal with these issues. Mm-hmm. I agree with that because, I mean, don't don't get me wrong. You're looking at this thing where, again, like you said, it's probably taking place in the 60s, early 70s. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, you saw Johnny Quest on the TV. Uh, right. Uh, let's Google That search. was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's one of my that positives, cool. actually. I, that made me happy. Uh, that did, too. Yeah, me, too. Yeah, was, yeah, but anyway, yeah. That was so. a nice little uh, throwback there. But, no, I, I was going to say, uh, I, yeah, like you're seeing that, so you know it, it's timely. But at the same time, you just watched – this boat with this flying hovercraft take off. So you got to see them use technology where they kind of blurred the line where it's like, okay, well it's a little bit of this, but it's a little bit of that. So it's always like, it's like, it's weird. It's like San Francisco, whatever. What do they call it? San Francisco. (laughs) (laughs) They mix San Francisco and Tokyo and it doesn't really go together, but whatever, it's a movie. Mm -hmm. And I kind of felt like that's what we were seeing there. It's like, when it fits the narrative, the technology is advanced. Look at look at Elastigirl's cycle. My God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. When it fits the narrative, the, the technology is going to be great. When it doesn't, hey, retro. That bike shouldn't hey. work. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where did the engine go when you break apart like that? Like it, The engine should just fall right off. But. Oh, I just assume it's stuck with her hindquarters. And I'll, it, it worked. I mean, you know, that's it was a some lower leg strength to it hold is, on man. to. A- I'm impressed. Maybe that's why Lee likes her so much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I don't, engine, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. <laughs> well, look, uh, just to kind of take us out of the movie for a second, just to kind of transition, because I know this is the second time they've blatantly done this. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
you know how Disney does the castle thing before and they play When You Wish Upon a Star. Mm-hmm. This is the second movie that I can remember that where it's obviously blatant where they do something completely different mm-hmm. um, and to fit the style of the movie. So like Coco, mm-hmm. they did it and you had the mariachi playing When You Wish Upon a Star with mm-hmm. the, the flags and stuff and now you have this kind of uh, jazzy, uh, I- incredible spy movie type uh, intro and coloring to the castle. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, at the end of the, both movies, they have the traditional castle as you normally would have seen it. Mm-hmm. So that's where it is. But what do y'all think of that? How do you like it when they're opening now with the Winning Wish Upon a Star Disney logo and its theme to the movie? It's coming up. That's it's uh, preceding. I don't mind that at all. Yeah, I, I kind of liked it. I do too. In fact, I want to say it's been in more than just those two movies. Yeah, it might have been. It's... There's only two that I remember that it's blatantly like, yeah, this is completely different. I'm trying to remember if it was in Cinderella, the live action version. Um, oh, see, I didn't see that. I did, but it's been so long and I only saw it once. I mean, I've seen it done before. I know I have. I just can't place it. Uh, like in an animated movie in an animated movie uh yeah no outside of coco with the and i think coco was the regular castle it was just at the, when yeah, the, mute, the yeah, mariachi yeah it exactly. was all mariachi. kind of broken up and i want to say they did have some flags and stuff and everything maybe i could be wrong i don't maybe i'm not remembering that right. you know what maybe it was parts of the caribbean that i'm thinking of oh it could be yeah. where they kind of when they did it and it was more of a like a spookier type yes yeah look i want to say i could be wrong where the either the castle was different or the music was different but it's it's been too long yeah uh but yeah i don't mind that at all yeah i, I, don't, I don't mind it either yeah. i kind of i kind of dig it i kind of dig it you know it, it kind of sets the mood right off the bat yeah yeah i mean i was in there and they had the big red drop background drop and it was obviously in the style of the he superheroes and stuff like that those I, I liked it i took a picture of it and i was like oh that's cool yeah, I'm good with the theming of it. I had cool. no problem cool, with it. Cool. Well, excellent. So let's transition. So we all think that's a positive. Yeah, oh, you know, so we let's transition over to the positive. Um, if I may throw out one for Go me, for uh, and I mentioned it, and if you follow us on social media, I kind of threw it out there because I was so excited about it. But the music right off the bat just just blew me away. That's like my style of music that I like to listen to. I play a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's big band. It's horns blaring their junk right in your face. Like <laughs> e. I mean, like Lee, it's just incredible, <laughs> you know? Like Ian Lee. Ian Lee, yeah, yeah, yeah. It so is. All that kind of junk in your face, horns blaring. It's just jazzy. It's, you know, it's in that kind of style. You know, there's, there's a lot of stuff going on. It made me, it made me really happy. Mm-hmm. So I, I really dug it, especially the themes at the end. If you stuck through the credits um, all the way through the end, you heard the theme songs that the guy was singing. Yes. Mr. Dever was singing. Um, it actually played out, you know? So you heard... Elastigirls, and you heard Frozones, and you heard Mr. Incredible's Pow, Pow, Pow theme song. Mm-hmm. So I, I absolutely love the music. So I'm much so that. that I even downloaded it after, right after I watched the movie. You know, I didn't catch any of that. Like, we watched the, the end credits, and that's when we heard mm-hmm. the jingles. Uh, I, I call them jingles. Well, they're jingles, yeah, 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 absolutely. For uh, the three of them. But, um, yeah, I can't necessarily say that it hit me, and it, like I, I've always liked the music. I can't tell you that it was different from the first one or not. I really don't know. Yeah, I mean, it was similar style. Yeah, what, similar what vein, you said, yeah. yeah I, I was. It was noticeable that it all fit. Yes, and yes. and it helped tell. It helps tell that story. It helps set that time period. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I like the music. I can't necessarily say that it's something that I, you know, would listen to in my spare time. Yeah, like yeah. Coco was. Uh, oh man, I'll, I'll download that and I'll listen. Oh, to I'm it. the same way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I love that music too. Um, but I can't necessarily say the Incredibles is something that um, I'm like. Oh man, I was so geeked out by that soundtrack. Yeah. Not that it's a bad thing. It was a good no, sound. No. It was great, well done, and fit the time, fit the movie. Right. 
And that's maybe just me, just a good, the kind of artist I am. Yeah, no. I would gravitate to that where you guys might see some other stuff that I may not see. Well, you like big band stuff, so yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I yeah. mean, those well, horns are... To me, I, oh, yeah. I imagine myself like, or like in the 50s, uh, a 50s wife, vacuuming the house to it and like dusting <laughs> and I'm vacuuming and I'm dusting and I'm moving the couch it's like oh okay this is a good way to get housework done this is jazzy <laughs> I, I, I'm, not, I'm not past the fact that you are a 50s <laughs> wife I, I, I haven't gotten mad. past that fact that, that <laughs> where my already. dinner at where my dinner woman I have no idea what you said after that but um, my head <laughs> is like Lee in that outfit with a 50s wife with the beard I like to think of Lee as a ninja fighting <laughs> as a samurai. I like to think of Lee as a housemaid. I like to think of Lee as wasted. Front row in the Litter Skinner concert. Woo! Woo! Got an apron on, says Happy Homemaker on it. I like it. <laughs> but no, uh, I, I did like the I liked the music. I thought Frozo yeah. kind of had like a little shaft thing going on, but oh yeah, yeah no, that was pretty cool. Yeah, I thought that was, was stereotypical. I, yeah. I hear that. It like, was funny. It was cute. But I'm like, yeah, I, I, that again. It's it's like most of the jokes you saw it coming played. from a mile away. Yeah. Right, right. No, exactly. Yeah. Who's gonna chill when the danger zone is nil? You it's know, Frozone. shit. That's a pulp. I mean, hell, maybe, maybe uh, Samuel Jackson had an input in it, like he had the purple lightsaber. Maybe. Well, he was shaft. He was shaft. He was shaft. Well, you know, I was going to say, yeah, you knew if Isaac Hayes was living, they would have gotten him to do that. Right, yeah, right, exactly. I agree with that. I yeah, agree with absolutely. that. Absolutely. Uh, for a positive, though, uh, one of my favorite positives was Void. I really like the addition of her as a character in yeah. there. Her fight sequences were the best. The oh, fight yeah. sequence yes. between Void and Violet. That was like a mind blow. She was like the Doctor Strange of the of the group. Well, yeah. I call her like for those that play the video game Portal, I call her the Portal Girl. I didn't realize her name was Void. It was Void, yeah. Yeah, but it, it, no, but uh, you know when she had that fight sequence of violence, I was like, holy crap, she's pretty powerful. Yes. Yeah. I mean, she made was she fighting Violet or Elastigirl? Where she made herself punch? I think it was Elastigirl. She made Elastigirl punch herself. And that was at the end when she was fighting Elastigirl, but there was a part where she was fighting Violet. Yeah. And she's, you know, dropping Violet through, and then Violet uses the force field, and then she zooms into, zooms the, force into the force field. Yeah. And yeah. She punch, uh, I mean, oh, was, yeah, that was awesome. That yes. freaked me out. I was and like, then she used the fire extinguisher yeah. so she could find uh, Violet. Oh, it was yeah, and really I was like, well done. Man, can, can you stop this? Is she stoppable <laughs> if she was a villain? That one, free, yeah, no, you're right. When yes. she got into the force field, I was like, oh, crap. Mm-hmm. Yes. How do you stop this thing? Yeah, <laughs> you know? Exactly. Oh, put her in jail. Nope. Portal. Nope. Boom. Out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Out. I was like, damn. Yeah, and they developed that character really good, just to kind of piggyback what you're saying. Like, she was all like, "Oh my god, I don't know." It's so nice to meet you. Then, like, boom. Once she put those goggles on, like, she took over that team of weird superheroes. You I know? thought she was the strongest one, other than Belchin, dude. Oh, uh, a regurgitator. Regurgitator. That's yeah. a strong one. He was weird. No, the, cr- the crushing guy was funny. Yeah, he was funny. I liked him. You mean the guy that crushed? Yeah. yeah. What is, okay, yeah. Well, How can I uncrush? I'm like, what do you mean uncrush it? You can uncrush it. Can you unpunch somebody? I only crunch. I love that line. Can you unpunch somebody? Yes. Yes. <laughs> that was awesome. That was funny. Again, I'll find another way. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did like the addition of the other superheroes to become supervillains to kind of add to the to the threat there. I I, I dug that. Uh, they actually got more more love than, like I said, Dash. Yeah. That that, mm, yeah. that was my other major positives is that we actually got to see more supers in this in this world and not only you got to see them interacting with one another but then you got to see them fighting one another 
and then coming together again at the end. So because you you got more, I mean, that was, I mean, the the first movie just felt a little bit too narrow in scope. It's called The Incredibles, but really the middle of the movie is all Mr. Incredible. Right. And that's it. And then again, that was part of where I kind of got bored a little bit with the movie in the first one. Not bored. I, I enjoyed the first one. It just, it didn't resonate with me like it did a lot of people where they love it. I, I thought it was good, but not great. And that's what I'm saying. This one kind of flowed a little bit better because, I mean, you got to see Frozone fight them. I mean, you got to see a lot more Frozone. That was pretty positive in this I one as well. Yeah. Is that you got to see him in action doing a lot more stuff, fighting those five... Um, heroes slash villains when the yeah, you defended fit. the yeah. house yeah exactly um so i enjoyed that immensely i thought that was great that you kind of got a team up aspect of it going on you got to see the incredibles fight them at the very end you know it's funny about frozone and he's fighting that ship trying to break that little hydrofoil mm-hmm. I, I guess they're going so fast that he probably couldn't have created an iceberg and titanic that boat <laughs> i mean not that point. you want to sink it because you know you want to save the people on board, but right, right. I guess there would have to be some Titanic jokes in there. All those knee slapping Titanic jokes. Knock <laughs> <laughs> knock. Who's there? Iceberg. <laughs> you sunk. I'd hit it. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Gotcha. Uh, very nicely done, kid. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I saw that somewhere, but I thought that was funny. No, it that was good. Um, yes. <laughs> I did like to see. Uh, I, I did. I always enjoy the end of character, the the costume designer. Um, even, Edna Mode. Edna oh, Mode, Edna yes. Mode. Yeah. Yes. yes. Um, I liked the development that they had with her, which is like you know, I yes, darling, I only make the costumes, but uh, oh, your baby is fascinating, and mm-hmm. then like you know, she's like part of the group now. She even says, "Hey, look, I only want to design your costumes now." Like that character is just funny. Oh, I, she was always like that though. She yeah, she was pissed off because somebody else made Elastigirl's and she, outfit, yes, and she should be because she's an artist, and as an artist, I, I, I totally am exclusive understand. rights Maybe to your costume. Like, you're wearing Gucci or whatever that whatever the name of it was. It yeah. wasn't Gucci, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, she was, she was offended that they would actually wear another name brand on her. Uh, you know, not come to her. Yes, yes, but, and that's a very well developed. Yeah, as soon as character. she saw the baby had power now, <laughs> me and the baby are gonna have fun. Let's go. You you stay here. Me and the baby come to Auntie Edna. <laughs> yeah, the, what's the baby like? Once Jack Jack popped out, he had the hairstyle like I I, I had a good lash. Like oh, oh I like that this was kid. funny. Yeah, he's kind of strolling, sashaying down the hallway. Yes, <laughs> so it was good to see her. That was awesome. Yeah. Okay, so like the Elastigirl action scenes, they were phenomenal. Like just visually, I yeah. don't I don't know which one I liked more. Her stopping the train and all the effort that it took and the way they just kind of brought you through the tunnels and everything. Or when she had to get the helicopter and she had to act because I was like, I don't know how you're going to do that. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. And then like there's this one scene I vividly remember. She like there's this whole cityscape. The helicopters are like like swooping down and she like reaches all the way down. and You just see like the whole cityscape like you're looking down on it. I was like, wow, like that's just a crazy, crazy visual. I, I the visuals for her action scenes were great. The backgrounds and foreground stuff. Yeah, yeah um, they did like they did her justice on on the scenes that she had to tackle. Uh, definitely equal to Mister Incredible in the first one. So I I love that. You know, when she was in action, I dug it. You know, you know, if if I could bounce back to a, one little negative. Okay. Um, Craig T. Nelson's obviously older. I okay. Which made okay. Mystery, yeah. You know yes. what I'm talking about? It's like I, I kept hearing Mr. Incredible. I was like, God, you sound so much older. Yes. Than you did in the first movie. He did sound a bit like a grandfather. Yes. When you saw him on screen, it, it 
it did kind of take you back and say, oh, yeah, you're yeah. getting old. Yes, yes. It's been a while, and we can tell. Yes. Did you like the way I thought the same thing for Holly Hunter, though. Thank you. I was yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah, about yeah. to say no, that. No, you're right. It was like she was eating mashed potatoes some of the time. I don't think, I don't think hers. <laughs> yeah, shit. <laughs> it totally drove me. It's so true. Like, I was like, what? Her voice was like, why does her voice sound like that? I mean, obviously, she's, that's how her voice sounds, but. Like, why does she talk like this? I thought our Dolby sound was messed up at, at first, and that's why I was picking up no. on all this. But yeah, yeah, the sounds were a little bit off. You could tell that. No, I heard that in MTX. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, when she would, like, if Elastigirl talks and when she finishes a sentence, I guess you'd have to see the movie again. But they have this weird expression, and expressions were great in this movie. But this is part where she has this thing where her lips kind of like go, they're not like aligned with. Her, you know her nose let's say so it almost looks like she is eating so when you hear holly hunter's voice with uh-huh. rah, 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 talking at the side of her mouth kind yeah, of that's, yeah yeah that's what i would look at like she just finished eating potatoes like i just i that voice would get me sometimes think, and other times i'm like eh, I can I think holly hunter does that she speaks at the side of her mouth yeah and she was know. drinking granny's peach tea yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice you know to have land. if we're gonna talk about all right here's one more negative for me then now you know you go back you made me think about this one as well that villain's well thought out plan and taking over everything th- that was okay. It, it was kind of stereotypical of a Mad Hatter episode of Batman. That's how I took it. But you would have thought you would have put a little bit more work on making sure the goggles don't so easily fall off of people's heads. <laughs> I mean, it was really as simple as going thwack. <laughs> oh, you're fine now. I mean, like maybe a strap in the back, maybe some Kareem Abdul-Jabbar glasses, something that would... Tie a rubber band around it. Yeah, like, you know, put Ooh. some... Who's Put a little force The skyhook. Yeah, make sure they stay on. I mean, those things just popped right off. Like, you saw that big battle at the end there. It was way too easy to defeat the good yeah, guys, yeah, yeah. now villains, because they just whacked it right off. And it's like, oh, well, <laughs> that didn't sound right. <laughs> you whack off the good guys and they become good guys again. I'm about to whack this off, you. It's kind of like a Snickers bar, and so. they become tired, and they become tired. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Come to these right out, <laughs> and then in the morning they wake up and make the stroll. Yes, mm. but I did think, yes, yeah, so maybe a rubber band <laughs> behind the glasses would have helped them stay on. That's, That's a good super point. Magnets. Yeah, yeah. a uh-huh. baby saved the day. Jack Jack saved the day. Just be like, hey, mom, and, like, like, and like oh. glasses. Just take these things off. Why not? Wait. That's how I take bras off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, wow. All right, back to positives. Back to positives, absolutely. Taking bras off is a positive. (laughs) Uh, The the Jack-Jack scene with the raccoon... I like awesome. that. that I want the raccoon to get his own spin. <laughs> that was a hell of a check. I want the raccoon awesome. to like go back to his raccoon family and he's telling everybody and they start laughing at him like, ha ah, ha, you got whipped up by a baby and the raccoon goes into training somewhere. <laughs> like and Rocky prepared, style? Yes, exactly. Back, and you. he comes back like at least a short about that raccoon <laughs> taking that defeat personally. Oh, and the raccoon <laughs> has to fight Violet and, vi- and kills Violet. <laughs> and he'd be like, Creed. Oh, wait, Mike. <laughs> yeah, you getting ahead. That's <laughs> a raccoon. It's like that raccoon meets up with uh, with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and gets trained to. Ah, oh, there you go. I just, 
Here you go. Just give yeah. me your eye. That's all you need. <laughs> so the Rocket Raccoon's underlying backstory is to I come back to Earth and kill that baby? Dude, that, that would be, be wild. Awesome. That, that would be really awesome. Rocket, Rocket sees what's going on. He's like, oh, you can't mess with my cousin. <laughs> Watch out, Kevin. You might <laughs> just spawn a whole internet theory again. I probably did, yeah. Yeah, yeah you probably touched on the origins of Rocket there. Yeah, because yeah, like, the one thing I loved was the raccoon would have a reaction to Jack-Jack's powers, and I'd be like, yeah, I'm kind of with you, Raccoon. Like when he got tied up in the in the bench with all the plastic and everything, and then like Jack Jack just turned into fire, and like the Raccoon's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> like his eyes got all big, like whoa, wait, and I was like, yeah, man, that that, that was killing me. That was killing me. Yeah, the Raccoon was like, yeah, I'm, I'm good, I'm good. Uh, I'll, I don't need to eat the pizza that much. I'm good. I'm just gonna leave right now. Yeah, that was a good. That was, that was a good tie in, like a, like a like as a. And the weird sense is like an origin story, I guess, for Jack Jack to see TV and then say, "Oh, that's a bad guy." And then to equate the raccoon because of the way you know it's made to look like a robber. Like I, I was like, "Oh, that's a nice yeah, transition." Little, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the little glass, yeah, the, the mask. I mean, I I thought all the Jack Jack stuff was hilarious. I mean, again, it was comic relief, but it was good. I I cracked up. Um, I will say that. That whatever theater I was in, like there was two people next to us that had drank a lot of Disney Kool Aid before they got there because it didn't matter how fu- how minusculely funny it was, they were like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, it's not that funny. It was funny, but come on, man, like lay off the Disney Kool Aid a little bit. You, you, know? you sure so, you weren't sitting next th- to Max was- Katie? <laughs> there were a few laugh out loud moments for me I, and i don't know why it got but when the water came out of when she spit water out of her nose i i lost it i thought that was hilarious that was funny why, but it was hilarious i was like that just it was just like how did they do that in the actual cartoon to make it look so good with the water coming out of her nose but I thought that was funny. It cracked me up. <laughs> um, and I thought the, the whole Violet subline was good. I mean, you know, really? it's the whole teen angst. And I, I mean, it was to the point for what it was. For what it was. I yeah. mean, it, it didn't like enthrall me, but, you know, it there didn't was bug me. To it and, I mean, it would no, connect it with you more because you already lived through that. Yeah, same with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah having a teenage daughter. Exactly. Yeah, no. I, Teenager I, stuff. It didn't bug me at all that it was in there. I didn't ne- know that it was necessary to the plot, but I mean, yeah, it didn't bug me that it was in there. I was just, I didn't know it resonated so strongly with you. No, you know, it just was interesting to see. And, you know, it's it, anything to do with teenage daughters probably is uh, going to get me going. So maybe when yeah, we get there, it. Danny, we might experience that same yeah. thing. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, probably so. You will. In and out. I don't know that I'll have a, a, a good sense of humor <laughs> about things. <laughs> at that point. Uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, any other positives? Well, I wanted to like the car. I liked the car. I mean, it was cool. I, I, eh. I don't know. I wanted to, but it didn't really do much. Yeah, it, it just kind of seemed like it was thrown in there. Like all of a sudden, it was at an auction or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, that was a what, what do you call it? Days Days Ex Machina. You know, like it was like how do you get the kids? Well, Jack Jack was a Deus Ex Machina. Well, true that. But it's like how do you get the kids to the the site where they can save everybody? Oh, uh, good point. Car. Good point. You know, but uh, I, I again the few lines that I I saw with Dash like 
I always liked that character's exuberance. Like, we got a pool! Like, like I, I totally would do that if yeah. I could. The boy who took over the voice of, of Dash did a great job. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't even tell the difference. No, I like, agree. It was that good. I didn't know it was a different actor, so yeah, that was good. <laughs> oh, yeah, because, yeah, the, the boy is way too old. Like, he doesn't yeah. have that voice. We got a pool! He's older now. Yeah. <laughs> we got a pool, dad! <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, and, and again, okay, and the intro scene again. Like I know we talked about, you know, them not being able to catch the villain, but the sequence that they had to be a team and yes. then like attack the machine, and then like, you got to see the inner work of the machine, passing like off that. the baby. Yeah, passing off the baby, trying to knock down the ball, all that. Like again, the sequences that they did as superheroes was was awesome, and mm-hmm. uh, the the visuals that are there, the way they established the city, and just the whole backdrop it's believable even if it's an animated movie or a cgi movie how you want to put it it was stunning yes okay very stunning yeah that's one of these things like i don't even say anything about the animation because i've just grown to expect that from pixar maybe that's kind of like that's That's how it should be yeah but that style but that style looks smoother it to me it did it looked smoother than the first one the first one was kind of like you said like batman animated series blocky like you have Miss Incredible just got like this boom, this big chin. Like that's that's typical. Well, like there's a scene in if you watch Incredibles two where Violet gets her hair wet and she shakes off her hair and, and it, my God, the, the effect is so realistic looking. And then I went and watched the Incredibles one and they all fall into the ocean. Yeah. And all their hairs are wet. And you look at it and you're like, My God, you know, at the time I remember watching this and thinking that it was stunning, but now that you can see the difference because we've seen so much CGI now, it's like, yeah, you just kind of, it almost like, it's like your children growing up, the change happens in front of your eyes, so you don't even notice it. Right. Yeah. But it just progressively gets better and better and better. And so, yeah, it's it's almost like, you know, once again, the animators are like the unsung heroes because they keep making the impossible possible. And most of the time you just grown to expect it. So you don't even notice it when it happens. But yeah, yeah, it was very well done. Yeah, that was like, I mean, I was so blown away with Coco and the visual imagery of that. Mm-hmm. It's like, I guess to uh, I, in the back of my mind, I expected it because I, I noticed it in Incredibles 2, but it, it wasn't as big of an awe as when I first saw it at Coco, because yeah. now I know I, I to expect that level uh, of visuals from the animators. Yeah, you just build up, build up a tolerance, basically. Yeah, yeah, I guess That's so. exactly. Yeah, you build yeah. up a tolerance. It's only been a year, too. So, mm-hmm. But to make that style as a visual artist, like, you know, Danny, it's not easy to make that style. And that's and all then, a template. And then, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, yeah, well, once you want... That ain't nothing but paint. Yeah, that, yeah, ain't, ain't nothing but ultra-purr. Yeah, it's pencil. Yeah, but once you make that, and then you have to keep that style. Like that's the other thing. Let's suppose these animators are new, right? Yeah. yeah, to have that consistency and then that level of believability where you can look at it, and be like, okay, it's a cartoon world, but like, holy crap! Like again, like the train. That train is going. She breaks it apart. They have the physics on the train where it's like, okay, it's gonna go towards the end of the you know the track and. It's like okay, I'm I'm in there. Like I didn't get visually knocked out of it uh, once, even if it's a two hour movie. That's that's saying a lot. Yeah, you know? I, I think. But again, and it goes back to the whole idea. But it's Pixar. You gr- you've grown to expect that from the name. So it's like when you go to a um, when you go to a Disney theme park vacation, you expect superior service. Anything less than that is going to be a, a knock against it. Now, if you go see a DreamWorks movie or, or something like that, and the animation is like really cool looking you go oh my god i you you notice that a little bit more but with pixar it's kind of like all right i've grown to expect it with these guys i mean pixar really 
where you might knock movies here and there, they really haven't made a terrible movie. They set right. the standard. They, yes, they were. They were the gold standard. It became an event kind of thing. And even the movies that didn't resonate as well, even the movies that I personally didn't like, I'm not going to sit here and say they're bad movies, but you judge Pixar by a completely different standard than what you judge other movies by. That's the point I'm trying to make. Right. Is, it's like we judge it by the bar that they have set. Yes. Yeah. You know. Yes. And so if they're going to keep raising the bar, then we're going to expect them to maintain that right. level of... We don't want you to drop to like DreamWorks. I mean, yes. they're not going DreamWorks, but I mean, it's no. a, it's a different style, it's a different look, quality, and everything. But yeah, no, they we're judging them by the bar at which they set themselves at, which is the same thing with the Disney parks. Mm-hmm. You know, Walt and the successors all had that bar that they they held it up to, and so that's why when we get critical, uh, we you know it, it's it's a shame because we expect that because exactly. that that's what they've set. Right on the level of sequels, where does this rank on Pixar movies? Just looking at... All right, so what do we have? Cars 2. Oh. Cars Cars 2. 2, Toy Toy Story 2. 2. Cars 3. Toy Story 3. Monsters University. What else is there? Finding Dory. Okay. Okay. Finding Dory. Finding Dory, yeah. I would put this above Finding Dory. I would put this above Finding Dory. Yeah. Yes. Lee? Yeah. um, Definitely above Finding Dory. Definitely Um, above Cars 2. Definitely above yeah, Cars 2. Cars 2 is the bottom anyway. Cars 2 is the very bottom one no matter what. Uh-huh. All right. Um, Toy, Toy Story 2. two I don't know. No. Toy Story 2. That's going to have to be above it. Yeah. Yeah. It, Toy Story 2 is above this. I was about to say it. I think it's up there with Toy Story 2, but I still like Toy Story 2 better. Toy Story 3. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Toy Story three. Oh, like that's Toy Story tough because you have an extra franchise to build on yeah, with that it's one. It's kind of a coin flip on this one. That's why I was almost thinking yeah. maybe we just compare the twos, the Empire Strike Back level mm-hmm. movies. I, 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 I give mean, it so few films. I, I give mean, it, but that's there's the been Cars, sequels, Cars but was right. so much better than Cars two. So if you leave out Cars three, then. But it no, was still, I know, it was still better than Cars 3. I'm sorry. Yeah, with that. I mean, I like, yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. I like Cars 3, but I, I wouldn't put this below it. No, not at all. No, the, the tricky so thing. So it's at yeah. least in the top three. Fair enough. Of yeah. sequels. Minimum. Enough. I'm trying to think. I think, I thought Monsters University was pretty solid. You know what? You're right. Monsters University was solid. Okay, so let's go Monsters University, Toy Story 2 and 3. And so it's probably like fourth. It's probably like fourth. What, Incredibles 2? Yeah. I would almost yeah. go Toy Story 2. Uh, we're counting Toy Story 3, aren't we? Yeah, I see. Okay. Toy Story yeah. 3 would be last on that list for me. So I'd think Incredibles 2 oh, okay. no, before Toy Story yeah. 3. Some people like it, and, and you know, God bless. Yeah. I mean, I, I have no problem with that. I didn't care for the way Toy Story 3 played out. I like 3, but I, I didn't. Uh, I like two better. I thought. Oh, for sure, heads I, and shoulders. I thought that better. was a, a more. Yeah. That story was more. Yeah. So, um, would I put that up? Incredibles two above Toy Story three. I think I would well, I mean, say Incredibles so. Incredibles two is either third or fourth, basically. So you would put Incredibles two over Toy Story three. Mm-hmm. Now I'm talking to Kevin first. Okay. <laughs> oh, I, I would. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'd put Incredibles two above Toy Story three. Yes. Yes. That's the yeah. Question. I, I would. I would do that. Eli. Sure, that works. Okay. Lee? I might, I might put it below, but it, it's like, it, it can it's go close. away depending on what, what kind of day I'm in and what kind of mood I'm in, right? Okay. Mon- so if I'm in the mood for something a little more serious, Toy Story 3, a little more fun, Incredibles 2. Okay. Monsters University? Mm, 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 mm. Kind of similar. It's, it's really a really like that one. Huh? 
I liked it too. I, you know, in many ways, Lee and I kind of agree on this because I oh. liked Monsters University a little bit more than I liked Monsters Inc. In some ways, not in all ways. Monsters Inc. obviously had a lot more original to say, just like Incredibles had a lot more original to say, but I felt that the humor and flow of the story was better in the second ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the themes are different. I'm, gonna go, I'm still going to go number four for Incredibles 4. I'm going to go Toy Story 2, Toy Story 3, Monsters University. Man, those all three of those could go could be number two, though. Yeah, it, it's Toy Story close. Monsters University and second best. That it could be the third and fourth. It's all man. No, for sure, but for sure. My gut, my gut feeling, gut feeling, and I think again, part of it to do with the villain, the villain situation. Incredibles three would be my fourth best sequel. Which one? Incredibles two would you be Incredibles fourth best? Incredibles two would be my fourth best sequel. You see, I think two, I would Monster put three, Monsters University Incredibles. All right, Kevin, you so go. I'm putting. I'm looking at it. And I think. Let me remember say it out loud. I think Toy Story two for me. Definitely. Monsters University, mm-hmm. Incredibles 2, Toy Story 3, Cars 3, Finding Dory, Cars 2. Uh, that's it. Yeah, you just copied exactly what I was going to say. I okay. should have gone first, damn it. Oh, <laughs> that's exactly... Because I really didn't like Finding Dory as I was much. I say something. I, I said, all right, go ahead, Kevin. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know better than that. God, easy. But, uh, you know, I, I, Finding Dory, I didn't really care for, but nope. I liked it better than Cars 2 for sure. Cars 2 is definitely at the bottom for me. That's yes. such a low yeah. bar. I mean, Cars 2 is honestly garbage. <laughs> you know, it's really the worst. Bam! Okay, Bam. Is, it garbage? Garbage. is it a garbage movie or is it garbage by Pixar standards? I think it's a garbage movie, period. I don't. I can't think of one thing I liked about it. Too much Mater, too much, too, a stupid spy Plot. I didn't care for the story. I, I didn't yeah. care about it at all. If I it was laugh. a, I I don't like that. I would rather see plane than see cars. Story, cars two. You'd rather see what? I'm sorry, you broke up a little bit. Yeah, planes. Planes. Uh, okay. Oh, I forgot about that. All right, let, let me ask you this: Madagascar, whatever three or cars two. Madagascar yeah. seventeen. <laughs> Madagascar, whatever or, uh, or cars two. Uh, Madagascar. I would go Madagascar. Really, Kevin? We like to move it, move it. I What's like that? to move it, move it. <laughs> oh, before versus Cars Two. Versus Cars Two. Madagascar. Yeah. Madagascar. Lord. Okay. I would uh, almost take Happy Feet over Cars Two, and Happy Feet kind of bothers me. <laughs> oh, that was hot garbage. No, that one, one kind of bothers me too, and I would no. almost take it over Cars Two, but I don't know. All right, let me ask you this: Brave, 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 Uh-oh. or Cars Two. Brave. Braver cars too brave. Brave, really? All day, yes. Uh, see, I, I like still, brave. I still think brave, yeah. Okay. But see, that's a, that's, a, it's, that's it's a not, subject that's yeah. that gets you. That's the no, trick. I, I would agree with that. I just, I like gingers. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. Uh, your taste in women doesn't seem to back that up. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. Uh, the good dinosaur or cars too. Ooh. God, I don't remember the good dinosaur. Name. That's a push. Do you say the good dinosaur? That's the a push. good dinosaur. I wouldn't even double down. <laughs> See, there's only two crappy movies that I believe that Pixar has made. Like, not even crappy. I would say, but crappy by Pixar standards. Right. And that would be the good I, I dinosaur. And good dinosaur more. I enjoy good dinosaur more than I, than Cars two. I don't mind saying that. I liked it more. It's yeah. close. I, I would go good dinosaur. It's close, but I would go because. The good dinosaur takes itself way, way too seriously with the dead daddy and everything like that. At least car two, it's all just yeah. one big joke. Yeah. It is yeah. one big yeah. joke. No, I get that, but I, I, I think I enjoyed the other movie more. 
Shark Tale. I mean, that's like saying you want to get, the- get punched in the face. You want to get punched in the face or punched in the nuts? Uh, uh, either one doesn't matter. No, there's a difference. I do want to add something before we before we wrap up. So yes. Okay. All right. Final point by Lee. Well, I don't want to make a final point per se, but I want to ask you guys if you've heard this yet. <laughs> so, someone somewhere typed somewhere on the internet that there was a controversy over the drinking scene in Incredibles Two. I hate this the, person already. The two ladies I- are together. I know. Well, so I Googled it. I'm like, oh, that might be an interesting conversation, and I couldn't find shit about it. Oh, I can tell but you. But what I did find, but I what I did find is a lot of controversy over the quote unquote cursing yeah. in this movie. Cursing? And I was like, really? Yeah. I didn't notice it. Yeah, what was I didn't the cursing? They cursing. said hell a couple well, of times. They said hell. That's they cursing. Said, Damn. They said, oh my. Yeah, no, exactly. They said right? crap. He said, oh my I God. eat thunder and, and crap lightning, which is a total term. Yeah. Yeah, I said that in Rocky. We're going to promote yeah. the hell out of it. But then at the same time, I'm like, it's a PG movie. So is this out of line for Disney to have the word hell, damn, oh my God, in their movie? No. Regardless I, if it's a PG no. or not. I think what's funny is they're worried about the curse words and what could have been a drink or could have been apple juice. Yeah. But meanwhile, there was a baby that was on fire. Nobody's worried about <laughs> that. It's <laughs> <laughs> totally cool with that. that. <laughs> you know, baby yeah. lights up on fire. Ah, that's cool. You know, yeah, you know that's, a, that's America, right? Violence is okay. Violence is good. No problem. Anything violent, that's not a big deal. Hey, Eli, the baby. Um, the baby's on fire. It's right. superpower. It's okay. It's right. They can that's have gold fire, but you're drinking in the hell. Oh, my virgin ears. I can't take this, Eli. I understand what you're terrible. saying, Pixie you're Duster. Going to Jesus and praying for I this know movie. what you're talking about. Hey, on top of that, why are you worried conservative reviews? Because I, I read some of those reviews on, on, uh, on the site, and they were like a lot of conservative parents. Like, I took my four-year-old to see this movie, and it was cursing, and this and that, and they were drinking. What are you doing, Pixar? And I'm like, well, wait, how about the part where not only was the baby on fire, not only was Jack-Jack on fire, but Jack-Jack was able to disappear, and nobody could find him. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. 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 So well, they ate the baby. Yeah. So everybody's like, you know what? Let that kid disappear. It's going to come back. I ain't worried about that. But you said, damn, that's wrong. Can I propose a new listener contest? What's yes. that? Name uh-huh. Kevin's conservative concerned parent. Voice. <laughs> 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 I want to, I want to, I want to name, name for that. Oh, Can you give him a little bit of that voice? You want to give me a name? <laughs> you, 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 you want me to have a name? What are you outraged this? about today concerned, I'm concerned, oh, concerned parent? Of this movie and the way they say hell and babies on fire and nobody's changing the diaper and it's just terrible. <laughs> you don't <laughs> think that diaper. kids seeing a, a parent eat a child right before the movie started made Oh, prepared them. That was so. That was that was so violent. I couldn't <laughs> take that. The eating the baby, it's like abortion. <laughs> I can't take it. <laughs> I'm going to baby. And you know what? I may piss some people off with that, but I don't care. But you know guess what? what? I mean, no, that's no. just. But to that's, me, that's digging. You no, know, yes. that's that's totally digging. That's just being. You know, that's looking for a reason to be offended. Contentious. Yeah. yeah. No, it was also. It was also someone saying, "I need to stand out in the in the sea of reviews for this movie." What can I say that's going to make people pissed off and so i'm gonna write that review i need a job i need controversy (laughs) i need content okay all right so my last question case we're about to wrap it up yes yes what you got yeah what was your favorite jack jack power oh that's a good question i hmm 
I think hmm. Demon Power? Baby. <laughs> Demon Baby was funny. I love Demon Baby. Cool. Demon Baby is pretty powerful. Yeah, I like. I liked, but I did like to see him in multiply. I think that was kind of yeah, cool. that was a good <laughs> one too. That scared the crap that's out of me cool. as a parent. I'm like, oh no, 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 no! Like, you <laughs> well, got five of them now. <laughs> I, yeah. no, I want to like like Gummy Baby as a defense, but it's like I don't. I didn't see it up. God, you're against- right. He did become a Gummy Baby yeah. at one point. My God, all those powers because it was yeah. trippy. In physical inner inner altercations that would be perfect. But yes. I don't know against like weapons. How Gummy Baby would act. I mean, yeah. well, granted, if if he acts like ballistic gel, then he would catch the bullet. Mm-hmm. You know, or maybe even let it pass through and then reseal himself or pop yeah. it back out. Oh, well, maybe maybe Gummy Baby's not bad. I like Gazer Bean Baby. Gazer Bean Baby. I just call yeah, it Gazer Bean. Yeah, he, he shot the eyes. Yeah, laser eyes. Yeah. Laser yeah. eyes. I'm trying to stick in the world. I thought that was cool. You know, they're like, hey, yeah, shoot. I thought it was kind of cool that he can go disappear just like his sister a little bit. Yeah, it's well, kind of like yeah, to yeah. another dimension. Another dimension, yeah. Yeah, yeah another universe or whatever. Yeah, right, the phasing of... part, that was crazy. Like, all right, phasing. So other dimension baby. No, I think I think I think uh, uh, gummy baby whatever. Gummy baby wins I think, for you. I think gummy okay, baby wins for I'm going to go with demon baby. I like that the best. Uh, uh yeah, uh, I, I'm a Hulk fan, so I like yeah. it when the... Yeah. Okay, Lee? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, Lee. I'm going with the multiple baby. Multiple baby. I'm going with uh the Gremlins, baby. And you, you're going to go with Gazer, baby? Yeah. You know, I like baby. baby. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. That we all got no like, capes. different powers. Yes. Regardless of what you, baby you are, no capes. Mm. Mm. Yes, yes. <laughs> if they do that, if they do a third one, if we're old enough to see it, like if we're still alive <laughs> to see it. And we're another 14 years. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to be recasting Craig T. Nelson and Holly Hunter. There's, there's no doubt. <laughs> they're just going to uh, pull like footage from Coach and just like patch it all together. <laughs> I guarantee you Jack-Jack would be like a frozen short before a movie. Yes. But yeah. not really short, yeah. but like a medium short. I want that raccoon as a short. But go ahead, e. I yeah. was going to say, like, I think like a crazy plot would be, number one, get an actual supervillain that has superpowers mm-hmm. and then have that character or that villain Get Jack Jack and then turn Jack Jack against their family. Because I'd be curious to see how many crazy powers and how they deal with that. No, nah, I've had enough seeing the Incredibles fight each other. I want to see the Incredibles fight the actual family. Uh, yes, I, I want to really get to kind of see that and enjoy that a bit. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. And I'd also be curious to see what everybody else thinks. Yes. Uh, let us know what you thought of the movie. Did you agree with our points? Disagree with points? Did you have other points to present? Have you heard other criticisms or positives that we did not mention? Uh, we would love to hear it. Maybe have a discussion in the Facebook group uh, or the Facebook page, per, per, per se. Yes. And um, yeah, or yeah, send us an email. And we're about to tell you how to get in touch with us in just a second. Well, guys, if you want to learn more about the Magic Our Way podcast, magicourway.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. You can also get in touch with us through the following ways. You can shoot us an email at show at magicourway.com. You can also send us a voicemail via SpeakPipe widget on our homepage. Or you can call or text us at 1-815-MOEGAN. That is 1-815-MOEGAN. Concern parent Kevin. Six six nine four two two six. And we have a couple guys that do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we have our comic genius, Mr. Eli Avery. 
Eli, tell them what you got going on. I always got something going on. You know the story. It's all about the glory. You can go ahead and go on that www.ivorycomics.com website. Check out artwork for Savages for Project Geisha. Two issues. There's blogs. There's interviews. There's always a link to the Magic Highway podcast because we got to keep the Moesha. 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 I love that show. (laughs) I love Brandy. (laughs) And Moesha Nation going. Uh, Facebook.com You can find me at Eli H. Ivory Project Geisha Has own Facebook page Facebook.com Slash Project Geisha Instagram EIV504 You can find me there And of course Twitter Hancock ten- oh, Good lord Hancock 10166 So as always I appreciate the support You guys give And I'll keep on drawing If you keep on reading Thank you I'm sure that That, that promo was brought to you By uh Saki, 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 Saki. Momokawa. Momokawa, Saki. At least they kicked it towards the end. That was good. And guys, if you want to book a vacation to see the new Accredit Coaster coming to the Disneyland Resort, you can do so with Lee. Lee, tell him how to do this. Uh, Just give me a call at 413-349-8747. That's 413-BOOB-SWEAT. 413-B-O-O-B-S-W-T. You can always email me at lee at magicrway.com. And as always, check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. And if you do that, we will get you hooked up and booked up with no. Incredivica! <laughs> nice. Yes. nice. Nice call back nice. to boob sweat there, Lee. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I've been saving it for two and a half hours. If you're gonna be an R and B singer, that's your new name. You, you know sweat. What? No, he's gonna be a humidities. I said your joke. You took my joke. Oh, I just <laughs> thought of it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just came to my head because it's freaking humid around here. Amazing oh. credit card would have stretch marks. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> well guys if you want to support all of this you can do so through the following ways you can support us by clicking our affiliate links on our website you can buy some beignets and support the show that way thank you Kirk for buying the latest batch of beignets for us thank you Officer Mo Weekend thank you Officer sir Officer Mo Weekend yes guys and just like Officer Mo Weekend you can represent the Mo Weekend Nation wherever you go by purchasing some clothing from our shop and the easiest way is to leave a rating interview in iTunes or wherever you download the show whether it's such a Blu-ray Google Play etc and guys, remember, we are part of the BS Podcast Network, whose motto is, we speak our minds, so you don't have to, so be sure to support our partners in podcasting over there. And we thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us and making us part of your Disney fan life. We appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are welcome on the Magic Ori Podcast, so get in touch with us today. So, Moegans, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name's Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Bow. But not teenage bow, like come to life, eat your kid bow, just like regular non-living bow, just to clarify that. Bow. The necessities of Mother Nature's recipe. Hey, guys. Hey, you hear that? Yeah. Yes. You know what that is? Tony Bennett? It is Tony Bennett. Oh, man. Italians recognizing Italian. You know what song <laughs> he likes that? What song is he singing? Well, the song that Lee couldn't sing when he was trying to do it for the Navigator. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, but do you, do you know what I'm listening it on? 
This is Mad Hatter Radio, which is an ra- online radio station of Disney fan stuff that we have partnered up with, man. How you like that? Partners here on the Gulf Coast, Magic Our Way and Mad Hatter Radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, creative buffs on radio stuff. That's like right. It. Yeah, it's good. It's another outlet. Uh-huh. You know, it, 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 what's good about it, yeah, let me tell you what's good about it. You hear Tony Bennett. Mm-hmm. But you could probably hear Bare Necessities done by like a, a metal group, a heavy metal group. You could probably mm-hmm. hear a country version of this. Oh, wow. You could probably hear like a funk version, James Brown type of... <laughs> Give me a Bare Necessities. <laughs> oh, get on, get up again. Oh, yeah. You know? Tell, what you say now? <laughs> Disney. That's right. You can hear that all on the station, man. It's, <laughs> they don't just give you the normal spiels and, and, and r- attraction sounds, but they give you every creative variation that other artists have taken to the standard Disney songs. Like Tony Bennett right here. This yeah. little jazzy version of the Bare Necessities. You know. I'm thinking about Goodfellas right now. I don't know why. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada boom. Boy, listen to this station, okay? It's good for you. It's good for me. It's going to go ahead. It's going to help you out. It's going to make me out. It's going to be really good. Okay? Man had a radio. Bada bing, bada boom. Just do it, huh? 